What up, what up, fantasy football hustler back at you. Oh, yeah, the morning show is starting an hour earlier today. <laughs> hour, hour is a little too early for Bogey this time. Now, he said his phone died. I was trying to hold out for him, see if he could make it uh, with me to start the show. He'll be here soon. He'll be here soon. Let's see. Let's see who's up in the chat. Peacock, what up, homie? Said still two games left, but I'm toast in like 70% of my leagues. I played versus a Miami player in 14 different matchups. Wow. Oh, man. This one's for you, Peacock. That was bad luck right there. That is very bad luck right there. And Dion said, hell yeah, down 15 points. I have a shot and Puka to play. He has Mixon. Let's go. Hell yeah. Peacocks have got a bunch of Eagles uh, left to play today. I need Puka and Mike Evans to ball out. There we go. And Dion Mega Pause. <laughs> Let's see. Ooh, Peacock said Jalen Pitry said to return to practice this week. All right. Man, look at how good they did yesterday without him. Like, that's insane. And Derek's at the, doc at the doctor's with my daughter, but we'll get up with y'all later. But check out the video above. Let's check out the video above. Hope everything's all good with your daughter. Hope it's just a normal normal routine checkup. Let's see. Let's see what the video is. Oh, no. It's a cowboy video. Right, hold on. I don't. I don't think we'll get copyright written flagged for this, but let's uh, let's put it here just so. Uh, let's see. Hold up. Hold up. Let's take it back to the beginning. Got him right. Hold on. Hold on. I found. I know he for the start. Dallas Cowboy trash. <laughs> Dak Prescott, you act like you back on that pogger again, fam. You act like you can't see the defender. He got on red. He got on red. How you gonna lose to Arizona? Arizona ain't even got no more cactuses in that desert. <laughs> Come on, man. And Sean Payton from the Broncos. Dig all that bump in your gun about the mother coaching. Trash. Russell Wilson, I need a prayer, Sierra. Trash. I don't want to hear your mouth no more. You gonna let the Dolphin pull up 70? NFL game, seven. Oh, and let me talk about who that Saints should be called the Ants. Hell yeah, what y'all at? What y'all gumbo shrimp eating? Um, gagle eating boot egg at now. <laughs> Get all that noise, all that talking noise last week. Duh, we three and no, not no more. Not no more. Well, I gotta find me a new. <laughs> what a savage. What up, Tino? Oh, man. Fucking savage. That guy's a savage. Stranger, shout out to the Hootie Nation. What up? Let's go. We got a Bengals game tonight. Corbin in the house. What up? Tina said, damn, y'all caught me in the shower at this hour. <laughs> savage. Savage. And Peacock said, damn, some of my fantasy scores are whack as fuck today. Uh, Miami skewing the balance. Four teams left to pay. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. It's rough if you didn't have any Miami people. Uh, that's for sure. And what up, Song? Said Miami's probably hella lit. 70 points yesterday. <clears throat> I mean, that is just, that is insanity. That is insanity. They threw up basketball scores. 
Hey, hey, Minnesota Marty in the house. What up? Damn, Peacock said he dropped a chain in a shallow bench league. Hate shallow bench leagues. Hey, hey, Marco, Marco from the future. What up? Let's damn Peacock said looks like I don't have a single league that'll be three and no. Ouch. That's why I play in so many leagues. <laughs> so I'm sure I got a few. Smokey the cat cat, what up? Peacock, I called that Tank Dell breakout game. Uh, what? Dan left him on my bench in two leagues. Ah, Peacock. <laughs> That's always about who you left him on the bench for, man. If you left some scrub in there, you know, over Tank Dell, then shame on you. But, you know, you left some guy who shouldn't be starting Tank Dell over. how it goes. This is how it goes. Marty said earlier. Um, said the wake and bake earlier. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, Marty said, I'm glad the Finns did that to Sean Payton. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. <laughs> and just Dre says, talk about it. Kept asking y'all, Tank Dell versus Calvin said, man, sometimes you got to go with your intuition, but appreciate y'all still. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anybody in their right mind. Like, and see, so you didn't even, I mean, first off, if you just say, I think this person over this person, if that's literally a gut instinct, might have to take it because the writing was on the wall for a team like uh, the Jags, and they just got punked by the Texans. We already knew that Tank was going to be good. But, man, when you are missing that many people in your opposing, like, in the opposing DBs, it's like, man, like, how, how can we, uh, how can we not go, how can we not play guys like that? We even bet on Ridley. Not a lot, but, yeah, man, he, he fucked us up. Always trust your gut. Always trust your gut. And if you're going to trust your gut, don't ask anyone else for opinions because they'll skew your gut thoughts. <coughs> but, yeah, man, we appreciate you, Jess Dre. And uh, if there was anybody who did say to start Tank Dell over Ridley and gave you, like, some actual, you know, insight on why you should do it, props to those peeps. Because even a guy like Peacock, who he literally just said he's calling the Tank Dell breakout, but he still left him on the bench, you know, in two of the, in the four of the leagues or whatever he said. And it's just because the matchup probably wasn't, you know, probably didn't make sense. And uh, even though he knew um, and called the Tank Dell breakout. All right, here we go. We got Bogey in the house. Can you dig it, dig it sucker, sucker? Hey. What's happening? Hey, hey. I was falling asleep last night during Sunday night football. Bogey can't wake up for the morning, Monday morning show. Some sleeping motherfuckers, high-ass motherfuckers around here. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though. It's like my alarm just didn't even go off, and I looked at it, my phone was dead. I was like, oh, shit. I should get up right now. Right when I turned the phone, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm supposed to be on right now. You know, the song said A-Chain scored hella points for me on the bench. I mean, see, like, Tyreek, Tua, like, of course you're starting those guys. But, I mean, Moster starting him. A-Chain still never did anything to prove that we should have started him in this game. You really only started him if you were super, super desperate or if you just trusted your gut. So, I wouldn't worry about getting the A-Chain bench points. You know what's crazy is – um. In Steamboat League's 14-team league, you know, um, 
there was a guy literally that beat me last week. He started Jerome Ford, like picked him up, started him. Like Nick Chubb still alive, all the shit. There was somebody who started. But why though? Did he have like injuries to Austin Eckler, like some other? His running backs are just whack. Okay, yeah. Which in a fourteen team league, I mean, yeah, you could be like that. Yeah, and um, (coughs) yeah. So whoever, and then like it's funny because like Steamboat, he was holding on to a chain for a while, dropped him. Then the reigning three time in a row champ, this guy swoops him, and it's just like, damn, bro, like this guy always. He's the one that came up on Puka too. Like fucking Steamboat's little brother's crazy, bro. He's letting them come up on shit. Yeah. Peacock said Jimmy Ward really made a difference in the secondary. It's crazy how much of a difference he actually did make. I mean, uh, he's one of the the better safeties in the game. Peacock said Pitry's getting uh, said he's getting back to practice this week as well. Let's go. It's going to be nasty with Pitry and Ward back there in the secondary. Yeah, and the Blake Cashman INT. I mean, Blake Cashman's got a really cool name, but, man, he's usually not too good at football, but got got the INT on T-Law. He he got cash in his name, man. This is funny. Peacock said Broncos straight embarrassing yesterday. They were so embarrassed that Shannon Sharp had to get out there and tweet about it. He said, Broncos country, I'm incredibly sorry. And embarrassed by this pathetic effing effort <laughs> by our Broncos. This is acceptable to give up 70 points in an NFL game with a 300-yard passer, a 150-yard receiver, a 200-yard rusher. <laughs> yeah. He said this is unacceptable. <laughs> Uncle, Sh- Uncle Shan, bro. You know, you know what I mean? Everybody eats, B. Hey, it's crazy because people are like, they don't realize too, Shan is with the shit, bro. Oh, yeah. What up, Devo? What's happening? And he said, uh, did pretty good this week, except in the Wafers and the Dynasty. Yeah, well, that's why we play in a bunch of leagues, right? Can't win them all. I haven't done my sweep yet, but. And, uh, man, dude, it's crazy because in League 16, you're smashing me, right? Fucking, it's insane, though, because I started Terrell Bernard everywhere I have him. But what's fucked up is that he was sitting in my taxi squad there. So when I was going to step my starting line, I, he didn't even pop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I didn't realize that because I'm thinking like, oh, I have this 40-point outing on everywhere I started him. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, being down like whatever it is, 80 points now to you. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's happening. I like that. Uh, 804 boy said, is it me or have RBs uh, been a letdown so far this year? Um, no, because if you have CMC, you haven't been let down. If you have Brian Robinson, you really haven't been let down. You know, I mean, there's a lot of guys who haven't let down. But, I mean, shit, when you got injuries to guys like Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Saquon, you know, I mean, this is why people preach the zero RB. But the thing is, zero RB is still Fugazi because you – if you're gonna go zero RB, you better be like the dude that Bogey's talking about who picked up Jerome Ford a week before everybody wanted him, you know, because like once they hit, it's like everybody, you better hope you have the top waiver wire or you're not getting those players. Yep. And I think most people who go zero RB probably aren't that crafty, you know, to be picking up the players a week or two before they're actually on the radar for like literally everybody. Yeah. And and if you went zero RB and you missed on those RBs, you're probably hating your fantasy teams right now. 
Like if you went zero RB and like Aaron Jones was like one of your first RBs and like the only RB that you took high and you didn't get a B-Rob the Mob or a James Conner or some shit like that, you know, like you are hating it. Would uh, Peacock say Texans open as a 1.5 underdog at home against the Steelers? I mean, that's some respect right there. Um, oh, my God, Najee. Is, Na- is Najee going to not be able to run on them? Oh, it sucks, man. It sucks. Najee's fucking killing me. But this no, is it. No. This is like the last chance. <laughs> you know who kills me? Fucking Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> you, know, you got to like how they're double teaming up front and they're able to get this run going. I'm like, game is he watching? I mean, like, the second, the second half, he, the he second kept half. enforcing it over and over again. Like they're getting some run going. It's like, you know, he's getting hit in the backfield every time. Like, yeah. What the fuck was he talking about? That was insane. Yeah, me. there was like three plays in the game where I feel like Najee was untouched, like going, like just when he finally <laughs> going untouched yeah, until the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and then yeah, he put up an eight or. A, I think like what multiple like eight yarders or whatever. Yeah, he had like two or three of those. Yeah, no, for him like, to get sixty five yards when he's like literally getting hit as soon as he touches the ball like every single time is pretty impressive. Oh, they're double teaming up front. No, they're not. <laughs> Their line fucking sucks. <laughs> and see, and I wonder why. Like, is he? Is someone feeding him that information? Is he like not even looking at the game for like? 10 plays and then he'll come back and look at one play and then he'll like base his entire decision off of like watching like you know less than 10 of the plays and then i feel bad for torino because he's hella old like he just like he'll be like oh he'll be like oh the pitch and catch i'm like that was a handoff yeah <laughs> like he kept calling like he does this every sunday too i've noticed this because i'm like i'm like a nitpicking son bitch yeah i'm like damn that guy's hella old bro like he's just losing it and then chris collins where he talks just for the remember last week he compared somebody. He compared Darren Waller to to LeBron James. Yeah. Well, you know, when you have Darren Waller, it's like having LeBron James. No, it's not. <laughs> and he was like, and LeBron's always, and he's like, and LeBron's always gonna take that game winning shot. I'm like, what the fuck? What are you I think this guy's a tight end. He's not even a quarterback. Like, <laughs> even like, you know, the comparison as like a point guard and QB. You're like, what the fuck out of here. I was falling asleep during half of that first half, and I'm sure we were more entertaining than those fucking idiots out there. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty loaded. That's why I stayed up hella late. I was so many dabs yesterday because I, I wasn't really smoking flour yesterday. I smoked like three bowls and I smoked like 20 dabs. And like <laughs> come five, six o'clock in the afternoon, done dada. Uh, I probably smoked like a half zip yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I just started, once I started popping those cubes, it was on. And uh, Marty said, "I'm three and zero in the guillotine league." Yeah, I mean, I mean, you have to be. Yeah, <laughs> you're in the guillotine right now, you and everybody else well, in it. Well, you don't have to be because I'm assuming he like he's talking about his actual like team, like being three and zero over there. Records don't matter. Records yeah. don't matter. As long as you are not the lowest scoring, that is it. And Marty said, "My guillotine and thirty two man teams are my best." Uh, <laughs> damn, I really That's need cool. Joe Burrow. To play and not play tonight because in the, the Green Bowl, he'd be fucked if uh, Joe Burrow doesn't play. Damn, but, you got lucky you're playing him that week. And he, this fucker wouldn't even trade, he wouldn't even take Jake Browning from me like a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? 
I mean, yeah, you. I mean, I because of Najee like sucking, like I'm still set to lose. Like I need Puka to have like an insane. Oh shit! I thought you were dominating right now, like by four. No, we were always close the entire time, and then he fucking had Devontae Adams and T.J. Watt. Oh, okay. Yeah, crazy amount of points on me last night. I only had Najee, and he didn't do shit. I'll take Najee off you. Uh, No. Uh, Marco said, "Drop Zamir or Rodriguez uh, for Rico Dowdle." Yeah, you know, it's funny. I told everybody to pick a Rico and the uh, and the kid from the Broncos just to speculate before the games. You know what was crazy about the Rico thing is that, like, I feel like Tony Pasta will die one day, well, and I'd be man. I'd be willing to hold on to Rico for that moment. You know what I mean? But also, like, I I, I picked the Rico because I figured like. They're going to be smacking the fuck out of the Cardinals, but it just didn't even happen like that. Yeah. What up, Chaotic? What up, Chaotic? Doe in the house. What up? What's up, Doe? Diva said, I need Puka to put up over 65 receiving yards tonight to win 500 on a six pick on the prize pick. Nice. That's cool. Let's get it. Yeah, the six pick on prize picks, they give you a free one, too. They'll give you a free square. It'll be like. You said it was a $20 bet to win 500. Nice. What were the other four that you, uh, or the other five that you already hit? I think going over 60 yards is not that difficult. I think you'll be all right here. 65, but yeah, same shit. Oh, okay. Man, that's a little tougher. Smoking a cat cat said, <laughs> said we'll save tonight with that TD for sure. He said, play Jacobs and sack Kyran. We'll see what happens today. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. There was uh, there's some disappointments yesterday for sure. Um, and Marty shouting out bogey. What up? What up, Marty? Top of the morning. TS said A chain's game script was dependent on that game. He said it's Mostert's backfield. But see, I, think, you know, I think how it's going to be a nice split between both of them, right? And how was it dependent on the game? They were smashing the whole time. Like I would, I would have assumed like before this game that A chain would be like when you're in a losing effort, playing from behind, going hurry up offense, needing a pass catching shifty running back when you when you when you got to go fast. And they were just like. Fucking him up with everybody. You know what I mean? Like McDaniels couldn't call a wrong play. I think this is just Mike McDaniels reminding everybody, like, oh, you think that we're just we can only throw, we can't run. All right, one of our two top options is gone. We're just gonna run it down your fucking throat better than anybody's ever done it. I was reminding people yesterday when he was with the Niners, he was our secret weapon. He was labeled our run coordinator. He goes over, you know, first order of business. Or he was like the OC. No, not even the OC. This was oh, he never became. Role. He was never the OC over there. No, he was. Oh. He was. He was the run coordinator. That like I didn't even know. Like you know, I mean, imagine I can imagine Shanahan had this this title for somebody, right? But never heard any other. You know, like you, you have a passing game coordinator. I've heard that before. I guess yeah. I've heard run coordinator. I mean, shit, I mean like, we've heard offensive line. You know, coordinators. I mean, yeah, like, well, they, they have coaches for every position right but like yeah. Yeah, he was the coordinator for those for you know what i mean the, the running backs and, and the running back coaches and it was yeah and then he goes over to miami it's like listen i'm a fucking genius yale grad go get me tyreek hill we're taking it to the, to the sky and then all offseason late in the offseason what are they trying to do trying to trade it for jt like i i still see jt like if he's gonna get moved it'd be them you know what i mean yeah, yeah. man but, this is wild devo good shit on his picks russell wilson 230 and a half or more pass yards he hit it uh, Brian Robinson, 55 or more on the rush yards. He hit 70. Ken Walker, 64 rush yards or more. He hit 81 and two times in the end zone for Ken Walker. He's balling. Bijan, 
23 and a half receiving yards. That almost seemed like a gimme. 27 yards, though. Barely got it. Got and then it. Roshan, nine and a half receiving yards. He got 11. <laughs> Good shit, Devo. And uh, now he needs Puka to have, well, 65 and a half. So let's just say 66 yards or more. Let's get him 69 and call it and just get, get nice in there. There you go. Good shit, Devo. I would have been nervous about I would have been hella nervous about that Roshan. Smashed it. That's a yard and a half on there. Yeah, that one seemed like it's way too because that one would have been like seemed like for me, like the idiot gambler. Me would I would have started my parlay with that one. Like, oh, that's a gimme. <laughs> playing that one the whole time. Like, let me just catch one ball. He's playing from behind the whole game. The fucking blowout. That that didn't make sense that he didn't have more than that, but man, I mean Fields is right, isn't he? Bad play calling, bad coaching. Fucking play offense. calling is horrible. Yeah. Horrible. <laughs> what, what was the Justin Fields stat line? Because I almost started every QB and every star sit question over Justin Fields, even though. I'm pretty sure that I did say every. Um, yeah. Even maybe except was, for like Minshew. I might have even yeah. said Minshew over Fields, and that would have been wrong. <laughs> I, I said Fields over like a CJ Stroud. I said, and I was even wrong there. 11 for 22. 99 passing yards, one TD, one INT, and then only 47 on the ground. Yeah, it's not, it's not even good. That's bad. That, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. That's really bad. You know, overreaction Monday, I'm not even overreacting. It's just, oh, that's what I expected. Yeah. I mean, for anyone who thought that Fields was going to be a 4,000, like, you know, pat like passer, Man, I mean, is this not the game that he should have been going crazy? Like out there, they are getting their asses whooped out there, and he could not get anything done. Their line is trash. Even DJ Moore had the garbage time TD to save him. You know I what mean, I mean? I know. Like, fuck, that, was, that, that was one of the things that saved me in the Green Bowls. He had DJ Moore. <laughs> and I'm thinking about all the DJ Moores that I have and all the DJ Moores that we recommended. And, like, Chicago's ass. They're horrible. Yeah, and what sucks for Justin Fields in reality is there that this regime is going to be like, well, we tried our best to give him weapons. We put pieces around him. He sucks. I mean, you we, know, we, we all brought you him. Chase Claypool, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> you know who this is? Who, Chase? No. That's Mapletron. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. Dennis, he said, did we hear any news on Mike Williams? Man, morning, Denny. Why'd you bring this up, bro? I thought we were going to be uh, saving, you know, the bad news for FNT because they fear that it's a season-ending knee injury. Damn. And they being the Chargers. Um. Yeah. Um. He doesn't got the MRI yet, so I mean that's what they're officially like waiting for, but. Yeah. When they say they fear it's season-ending knee injury, like, I mean, these guys fucking know. I should have put Dr. Bogey as my as my uh, name today. Forgot. It's Monday, Monday mornings. Yeah, we're going to be talking about, uh, I mean, you know, we're bullshitting right now, and, you know, we're going to be talking about some injuries and uh, the old ins and outs here um, as far as who are the studs and duds. And what what was that? Who else started Keenan yesterday? <laughs> you be Kaye, motherfuckers. If you yeah. watch this show, everybody should have been <laughs> starting Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen Wayans. Yeah. He invented the living color, bro. It's crazy that just literally just after like a whatever, you know, week and week one, people mm-hmm. are like already panicking on him. And then like 
after week two, he's literally like what the top receiver, like top two or whatever. And like, just insane. Why would anybody not play him against Minnesota? Like if you sat Keenan Allen, you know what I like about Keenan Allen? Around. What I like about Keenan Allen, this is the maturation. Is that the word I'm looking for? The maturation of a relationship the, uh, for, for a young QB who's not like necessarily young anymore, right? He's entering his, he's entering like his first year of like veteranship, right? <laughs> this is his first year of manhood for her. Right. right? And Justin, Justin Herbert <laughs> is definitely looking for, for Keenan Allen. And I love the system he's in now because like they're going to throw a shit lot. You know what I mean? They're hella uh, locked on to Keenan, right? They're now. locked on to Keenan, and they don't they don't just relegate him to only outside or only the slot. Like this is it's it's a it's a great percentage split for him in and out of the slot. So he's he's just all these high percentage targets. Then not to mention the red zone looks, third down looks, and with no Mike Williams. See, that's what sucks because like it was it was a it's perfect for for you know you can't when you have a Mike Williams and a Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert throwing the ball like it's like one of the others. Pick your poison, right? Yeah, so that's the only thing I worry about. Like Quinn and Johnston, you know Palmer, they're going to really need to step up, and uh, you know because Keenan Allen definitely he he definitely benefits from Mike Williams being out there as well. You know what I mean? I'm going to sell Keenan out. I mean, not Keenan. Allen. I'm going to sell uh, Quentin Johnston if someone's going to overpay for him. Right oh now. yeah, I have a lot of him in Dynasty, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he fucking. I mean, man, like he's like Deontay Dropson's like cousin, like Quentin Drop. Yeah, Quentin Johnston. <laughs> Quentin Dropson. <laughs> <laughs> a long line of the dropstins from my cousin removed twice over. Jo- Dropson, this is Quentin Dropston. Tina said McDaniel's has to be the coolest coach. I mean, you know what's cool about it's because he's a smart motherfucker, but he's got like hella swag, like as well. So, like, even if he's like a goofy nerd, he's still got like hella swag as well. You know what's funny? And when you look at him back in the days, you know what I'm saying, lined up, you know what I'm saying, diamond earrings and shit, you know yeah. what I mean? And then, like, you know, that it, he's half black and half white, and I feel like he was, he realized, you know, with, with his uh, Ivy League smarts, he was like, I need to be more, and you express more of the white side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, so he gets on there, he's like a surfer dude, kind of. Kind of. Right, the way he talks. It's funny, though, when he was talking shit, I forget what it was, this is in the off-season, but he was like, uh, they asked him something, and he was like, "Huh?" It's like, let me do some math here. And it was like, let me see, was it more than two days ago or something? And he was like, let me see, what, what was this? It was more than two days ago. So yeah, we're gonna. It's just like has fun of like making fun of people in like yeah, like remember, remember not they, talking shit way. <laughs> they got caught up because the trainers and the doctors they try to say, oh, it was a back injury. They reported it as a back injury for Tua's first concussion. Remember that? Uh huh. He's like. You know, I'm not a doctor. When they were asking him, <laughs> hey, you fucking curve the fuck out. He's like, listen, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> yeah, that guy's smart. <laughs> Dennis, he says, just returned from God's country. LOL, the mushrooms. He got so he got like two mushroom chocolates. He said, or mushroom bar, like chocolate yeah. bars. And they said there was like 15 like squares like on the bar. He was like, yeah, I had like 13 of them. <laughs> Yeah, you just keep going. There you go. <laughs> you know, it's funny because you know every league is gonna have some drama, especially like league where it's a long, long-standing members. And um, you know, there was some banter going on in Steamboat's league, and and I, I called one of my mans like, "Hey, bro, relax, bro." Like you know, he's over there getting, he's getting hot. You know what I mean? Because you know when the fantasy exchange, when the exchanges aren't about fantasy, motherfuckers start getting a little hot. I called him like, "You good, bro?" Yeah, you know, just. 
you know, I just, I, I can't let these toxic people get to me. And I'm like, well, if I'm on the other side and I'm reading you tell him how he's toxic and he's not getting to you, that's getting to you, bro. You know what right. I mean? For sure, <laughs> like, they're, like they're they're laughing at you if, if if that's the case, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a lot of it is because like foods, the proclamations, if they get right about something they proclaimed, they're not you're not going to hear the end of it. You know what I mean? Right. And if you're wrong, you're not going to hear the end of it from the other side. Yeah. Right? And then like the team, your team sucks starts becoming personal. Like it's like it's a shot at you. Your team fucking sucks. <laughs> it always goes left. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you see it in the dynasties all the time. Who what was J Mac? J Mac Town was going ham last last night. I stopped reading. Yeah, it. I was. I was. What was that all about? I didn't even want to take paragraph after paragraph. I'm like, oh, he's he's on one again. <laughs> you know, every yeah. so often he pops his head out, starts complaining to everyone about something. Like he's either complaining or he's either talking about how his team's so great. One of there's like yeah, no it's reason. one or the other. <laughs> no grace for that guy. Motion man said, basically, oh, and three. I'm going to trade either Josh Jacobs or Andre Stevenson. Who should I trade? Uh, Jacobs has more name value, so I don't know. Maybe see if we can get more out of him. Yeah, I would try to move Jacobs for. I was trying to tell. I was trying to buy Jacobs the last couple of weeks. Now I don't even know like what the fuck is going on. Like, yeah, nice. The dose said had Herbert and Keenan. Got anyone who had that stack has to be feeling good on a Monday. You know who doesn't feel good, bro? Whoever was stupid as fuck enough to proclaim Justin Fields. <laughs> and DJ Moore was the best stack to have in fantasy this year. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck if you're a lineman in Canadian football. You fuck out of here. And what? Uh, Fields has what? Like 100 yards rushing in like three games? Like 100 yards rushing total yeah. in like three games? And that was his cheat code, right? Teams are on to it. Yeah, man. And what a cheat code that you had to pay up for. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know I feel so bad about like the Justin Fields that I got last year and then I got injuries and I got him starting in the dynasty. Yeah, I don't have any Justin Fields in dynasty, but I definitely have like a ton of them in best ball. I got him in a couple random best balls. Yeah. I got like and, three, uh, four if you were smart enough to draft like four QBs with Justin Fields, like that's the only way that he's like not hurting you in best ball. <laughs> uh, I'll be damned. Fun. I'm gonna be damned if like the, the, the winning team this year. Has, has Josh, J- Josh, Joshua Dobbs, Puka, <laughs> A Chain, for like just things that I didn't have on my teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Tina said, I know how you feel. I said, You get one loss against the cards and the season's over. <laughs> hey, man, listen, man. Listen, listen. It's, it, they're going to piss a lot of people off this year, bro, the Cardinals. But you know what the cowboy cowboys are lucky though. The dolphins shit on the on the Broncos so much that the Cowboys losing still isn't the main narrative of this week. Uh, I mean, it's the main, it's like the second at least. Well, for sure, it's number two, man. Yeah, it's very exactly. high up there. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure this morning Stephen A. woke up and was like, "Oh, the Dolphins smash them! Oh, incredible! Now let's get to the Cowboys." <laughs> and now, all right, question. See, okay. Are the Cardinals not the Cleveland Indians in Major League? Like, even if they put this team together to, like, go out on the field and lose, they're still trying to win, the players. It's like it's like Major League meets replacements meets, yeah. um, <laughs> meets Little baseball. Giants. <laughs> meets baseball. <laughs> yeah. You know why they didn't psych the fuck out? They psyched out the guy was in there. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Derek was shook like right off the bat. He's like, 
James Conner just got a 20-yard run. What's going on right now? This is just like in the first quarter. They got psyched out. They stacked the box on him. He broke through on that one. They're like, oh, uh-oh. <laughs> and Tino said they used the formula. Run it where Micah isn't. I mean, no shit because like. Right? That's how you're going to defuse the pass rush. And you know what's yeah. crazy is last year, Cowboys were bad against the run, right? They did nothing to really change anything as far as like improving, you know, their run defense at all. I don't know why we thought that they were like just magically good against the run and weren't just in like, uh, you know, really good matchups for them the first couple weeks. You know, th- this is the difference between Gus Bradley and like Dan Quinn. Cause Dan Quinn comes from that Gus Bradley, like coaching family tree. Right. You know what I mean? The, the cover three single high safety, you know what I mean? Uh, zone, a lot of zone on defense. And the way you kill those defenses is you run on them or, or you, you eat the zone up underneath. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tight ends. But, but you know, you got to risk going over that middle. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you got to have a thumper. That's what they don't have, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't have a, a cam chancellor in that defense. They don't have, you know what I mean? I mean, I yeah. guess Donovan comes back. Donovan, that, that I mean, he was actually out there last time. I was like, oh, shit, he's alive. Yeah. Maybe, that, maybe that'll help as he starts to get, like, you know, back into football shape or whatnot. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, who – they didn't dress up front. They everything's everything's homegrown, which I do respect. But their linebackers are whack. Yeah, I mean, Lane Vanderess still keeps saying uh, their guy. I, that sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no digs. Everything no digs. Uh, morale. Morale is down. Got bland. Got, you get, getting real bland back there. <laughs> it's like, come on. Now we got this bland motherfucker over here. <laughs> and like <laughs> my man digs. Remember, and you know when people were you know that's why we liked Hollywood Brown yesterday. No digs, you know he, he's a, he's kind of a mismatch for a Gilmore. Gilmore is more so a guy that's gonna like jam me at the line, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Devo said, is London worth holding on to that mofo? I mean, good luck trading him. Um, you know, like I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I don't even think we're talking about dynasty. He's probably talking about redraft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want him. No, no one's gonna trade you in redraft for him. I mean, and not give you anything you want. How about that? You probably trade them. Just depends on what you trade them for. <coughs> Peacock said, I need Mike Evans to have at least two. Um, and I need Puka to catch 20 balls and start <laughs> to have a shot just in one of these leagues. I mean, so. Okay, so he, need, he needs a good old, good old fashioned Monday Night Miracle. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what, what said is CJ Stroud the truth? I think that remains to be seen, but the scheme that they're running where they just get rid of the ball quick. Um, it's worked for him. It's crazy because like they're actually winning a game and he threw it only like 30 times, you know, like they actually had a good game script for them, like winning. Mm-hmm. They actually like, <laughs> they, they didn't uh, just stick to the exact same plan that they had the entire time when they were getting the shit beat out of them. Those other games. Um, what's that called? Uh, I, I had them splitting in their division, right? So here's one that they split with the Jags. Yeah. What was their under over four, like four and, and, and a half? Yeah, yeah. I was getting pretty sure I took the uh, I, yeah, I think yeah. I have it. I, I took the bet on it, it's only a couple bucks, but yeah, pretty sure that it was four and a half. And they just whooped on the Jags. What's the going team on? Was out there that? playing tough, they punched him in the mouth, and they weren't ready for it. I mean, I guess it's the same thing too, like with the Cowboys, like, I mean. But, but okay, but here, how about this? Cowboys, that was a trap game for sure, right? Or had the potential. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't feel like that with the Jags going in there, man. That's what's crazy. It's like the Jags are a secret bad right now. I don't think it's a yeah. secret. 
No, it's not, and it's their line. Like that's the thing that's like yeah. really fucked up out of everything is their O line, and yeah. it's crazy because like <laughs> the O line woes don't matter when it comes to running the ball against the Texans because ETN still went nineteen for eighty eight um, on the ground. So that <laughs> that's what gives me <clears throat> that's what still gives me hope with Najee, and this is it. This is the last, you know, like we're playing Hangman right now, and it's like if each one was like. You know, we got each one of those like first ones wrong. You want to know Whatever. the goat word? This is it. You want to know the goat word? What? It, 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 it doesn't get them every time, but, you know, because you only have what? The head, the body, two legs, two arms. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six chances to get it, right? It's a two-letter yeah. word. Yeah. Two-letter word. I mean, there's so many two-letter words. Yeah, 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 guess. Oh. <laughs> Would that be in there? Huh? Well, because you don't guess the word, right? You guess the, you letter. Get the letter. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, oh, is it? Oh, in there? no, no. So the boom, you guys ahead. You got you got the own piece now. Hey. Ooh, there's an A. S. No S. Boom, you have a body. <laughs> T. No, you got an arm. Oh man. Um G. That's not a word, but you get another arm. Some like words. You got some element on the elemental chart. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was trying to. I thought I was being tricked here. You got two. You got two words yet. Two, oh, you got man. two legs right left. Why? Nope. Oh man. Bogey always says a. Man. Uh, I See, there it is. See, some people forget the X. You just saved it, right? The last leg. Some people, they used to forget that X is a word, bro. I've been getting people with that for the longest time. Especially when you have a group. Because all these motherfuckers start yelling out letters and shit. Like, ha-ha, you're dead now. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, Then someone argue me. They're like, there's an E on X. I was like, what? where? <laughs> I had a legit argument in the studio one time. But I'm like, X is spelled A-X-E, bro. I'm like, who? A name? Axie? I don't know. Axel? Missing a letter. Maybe that's what they're thinking of. I don't know. Well, there you go. Look at that. I will not go into the darkness. I know know that's that's one of the many reasons I rock with you, man. You didn't pass the test. (laughs) (laughs) We're not these scrubs out here who die at hangman. You would have got it if you didn't start thinking. Please stop thinking clear for us. Like, gee, why? The hint wasn't things that Bogey said. <laughs> and the key is to not give him a hint, too, because you give him a hint, they just, they just get it. Yeah. J Mac, what up? Crispy, what up? What up, J Mac? What up, Dad? Marty said, Will it be all A Chain's backfield next year? <sighs> no. I mean, come on, man. Like, I mean, this is, backfield. this is the 49ers. Uh, this is the 49ers backfield. I think they got it literally. If they don't have a, someone like JT or someone who like demands the full workload, yeah. isn't it just going to be, you a know, a, a committee? Number watch, watch, when, watch when JWJ gets back. It's going to be three guys that could all do similar things. But like when you, you know, like, you know, what's crazy about eight chains there, they started deploying them after they were whooping some absolute ass. Save most dirt. Like why, you know, like, right. Like, I mean, this dude dies a lot. <laughs> And then they're like, most are like, let me get back in there and punch another one in, bro. Yeah, I didn't surf on that first one. They're like, man, this kid is doing, uh, he's doing a little too much, man. The holes out here are just way too easy to hit. Let me get back in there. And like, everyone runs on the Broncos so far, except for Josh Jacobs and then the Raiders, because week one, they just didn't run at all. Yeah. So at two out of three weeks, everybody's running all over the Broncos. 
an X kill us. And y'all see Mike Williams season might be over. Yeah. We mentioned it a little earlier. Hopefully we get the MRI official news before FNT today. Yeah. It's, um, it's unfortunate because yeah. he was, he was getting some PPR love too. They were throwing so much that everybody was PPR up between the two of him and them and Keenan Allen. You know what I mean? Yeah, both had over a hundred. Yeah. The dose that I know a lot of idiots that got that stack. Ben said fields won't work in Chicago. <laughs> Let's go. I was on to him as far as like when we were getting him at a value and then when all these crazy redraft fucks started coming out and like upping the price on Fields and DJ Moore, I kind of just changed everything. Or the dynasty people that were like, like, because here's the thing is like everyone that didn't experience Mike Vick, you know what I'm saying? Especially in recent history, they might have experienced like the Cam Newton or they might have experienced like Lamar Jackson, like all the new boos, right? The new booties that have only been playing fantasy for X amount of years. Like, they're just chasing this next mobile QB. I mean, yeah. last year, everyone's championing fields and you got him out of value. He ran for a thousand. He wouldn't pass him worth the shit. But then they're going to pull him all the way up this year. And then 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 the smart people, the wannabe sharps, think oh, Anthony Richardson's that guy this year. You know what I mean? They just everybody they, forgot the Eagles team was good enough to go to the Super Bowl. They had like one of the best lines in football. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, yep, exactly. Another one of them. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Cause you're saying yeah. they want to find the next Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts just yeah. hit out of nowhere. And like Anthony Richardson, their team's not good enough to go to the Super Bowl, whether he's a fucking phenom or not. Um, same thing with Fields. Both their lines fucking suck. Neither yeah. one of them have a Devonta Smith plus an AJ Brown plus a Goddard. Like none of them yeah. have that shit. It, and it's a completely different situation too. When like, when you're a high end QB getting drafted by a shit team, like, you know, um, the Eagles right. had Carson Wentz and picked up Jalen Hurts in the second round and they made the switch quick. You know what I mean? They were like, yeah, fuck this guy, Carson Wentz in the yeah. contract. They moved on from, for like a third round. And people was like, damn, that's low. Or it was like a second round. I had a compensatory first or something like that. Yeah, and of course, you know, I don't think they got the first, right? I mean, I don't think they. Oh, it was the third with a that could be. A, it was a conditional second that turned into a third, I think, because he didn't play the the right. Uh, he didn't play seventy five percent or something like that. Right. Something like I forget that. what it was, but yeah. <coughs> Tino said the show lied to me. You guys said the cards are tanking. <laughs> that was their Super Bowl, man. I mean, you, one thing Bowl. I did say all week was that, like, I, I said this call. against the Giants when cards played the Giants was like. Like, you know, the, the, this this head coach, he was a defensive coordinator for the Eagles that we were just talking about. He yeah. was their coordinator, D coordinator for hella years. So he just knows all the personnel in the in the NFC East. You know what I mean? And he's just going on a little tour right now. And he they finally they finally landed one with the Cowboys. Yeah. I swear it was like with the Giants, they were like, okay, don't win. At one point, they're it's 21 to nothing. They're like, all right, stop scoring now. Yuck said y'all sleeping on Mozzie Smith. Uh, are the Cowboys sleeping on Mozzie Smith? Let's go see how many fucking snaps he's even running right now. Because I don't, I barely know who I'm playing. No, they're, they're um, see, I don't even know who he is. The defensive tackle that they took like second round or whatever. I mean, hey, he played, he's been playing a whopping 20% of snaps. So, like, yeah, like he's a rookie, guys. Like, he's a rookie. 20%. And it's like, see, that's the thing, too. There's no, there's not a path for him. To get it be an automatic starter like some of these rookie linebackers, you know what I mean? And it's just a big rotation because even the ends who play the most, they're only playing like fifty, like fifty-five percent of snaps. He's just a part. He's a part of a four-man interior D line yeah. rotation right now. And if and if and like it just even look at edge rushers. If you're just a pure D end and you're not an outside linebacker for real, like 
you're, you're not on the field 100%. Micah Parsons is the only one who's considered a D-end on their team, oh. you know, who's like playing 90% of snaps. The highest besides that is uh, Demarcus Lawrence at 67%, and they're deploying one, two, three, four, five. Let's just take Micah Parsons out of Five that. crawfish dinners. Five guys who are in a rotation at defensive end right now, and that's taking Micah Parsons out of it. Um, big rotation over there. You know why? Because nobody's really that good over there. Michael Parsons keep, is the only one. Yeah, you got to keep a rotation. If you if you don't have a phenomenal pass rusher that deserves to be out there, you know the majority of the snaps you need a rotation of fresh guys. Pause. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like. Yeah, and I think you know Dan Quinn over the years, like you know when, when I just say with Seattle, because even when he got to Atlanta, you never really had the crazy depth at pass rusher. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's kind of. And Zucru said that he's been following Mozzie at uh, he's been following Mozzie at Michigan. Yeah, and he said he'll be good in a few years. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm oh, talking Jim Harbaugh guy. Yeah, I'm I'm just talking as a rookie and like and <laughs> and Yuck said he's putting up uh, but he's putting up uh, what's it called D law numbers. Yeah, because he's got uh, two tackles and a QB hit in week one. Uh, he had zero stats in week two. This guy had. And th- yeah, and then you had one assisted tackle in week three. I I I know like Lawrence sucks, you know, but like <laughs> I'm just saying, like if you want Mozzie to like, I like, I like that dude's strong arm they got, Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, he he be strong arming. I mean, he's the dude who's playing. Um, I mean, he's playing 36 percent of snaps. Only. Know? Yeah, nobody on their line uh, plays like. I mean, they do keep every everybody time. fresh as daisies, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. you know what else sucks too is like, man, they're, they're oh, he said Odie. Okay, well, yeah, I mean that's the guy who's playing the most snaps like out of everybody. Oh yeah, the African dude. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of killing it. I ain't gonna lie, he, they call his name a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, they he did week one. Money. Let, let's see how polarizing it just is. Yeah, uh, from week one. I mean, everybody got a sack. Yeah. Uh, uh 25 13 and then five those are his points over the last three weeks so trending in the wrong direction but um yeah that, that, i mean he's the reason why mozzie won't get more snaps they need they need an injury for him to pop up more really? damn what the hell one nation said y'all hear crazy bone is in critical condition what happened he said he's got uh, a leaking artery in his lung oh and you know can't stop the bleeding so man, this is sad because like one of the one of the interviews I saw with them going back to like 2020, um, they were like, they're like, oh, you know, they're talking about how like they're kind of like the weed song legends, and yeah, and he said, man, I don't even smoke anymore, and we're like, well, they're like, what? They're like flabbergasted. He said, he said, no, I still fuck with edibles. He's like, he's like, I can't smoke anymore. He said he has like some kind of lung condition, like and like his organs, like they, they failed before, like you know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah. like some whole ordeal. So like this could be like related, man, because he's not had the best quality of life, like living. You know what I mean? Because so, of whatever uh, me- medical condition he's been going through. You know what I mean? And I wonder. I know that like you smoke a lot of blunts, and we, you know, mm-hmm. Derek and Stevie B, like they smoke a lot of blunts. You know, like I mean, you know, we're regular folks who may smoke a lot of weed and a lot of blunts. Listen, we, but a guy like crazy, folks. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But a guy like Crazy Bone, who's maybe smoking hundreds of hundreds of blunts a day. You know, like type thing. You think, I mean, this is tobacco 
having uh you know some, no, some stronghold it, on his lungs. It, he has an autoimmune deficiency, it has nothing oh, to do shit. with anything. Okay, yeah. and, it, but, and it affected his, his respiratory system bad, so he stopped smoking yeah, altogether at one point. But yeah. that's how savage he was. He was smoking while he his, had the shit. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that sucks. Man. Damn, that's crazy. A leaking artery B. That's where the blood goes through. So that blood's not stopping, you know what I mean, until you die. Right. Fuck, man. I mean, that's sucks. what ha- I mean. When you get hit in the artery, that you know what I'm saying, like that, you know, somebody people go, Oh, you can shoot him in the leg, bro. Take one to the leg. You, you better make sure you don't get hit in the artery. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, literally, it's just that's like what happened to, um, to uh man the safety, bro. Legend. Sean. Man, uh, help me crazy. out. Redskins legend. Oh, I'm going crazy right now. Yeah, that's what's crazy because there's like so many times where we're like we're watching movies or whatever and they're talking about where the gunshot wound happened. They're like, yeah, yeah if the gunshot wound was like just a quarter inch to the right, you'd have been done. Yeah, or you'd have like literally done. like hitting arteries like just like that, right? Yeah, I mean, damn, that sucks. Yeah, that's yeah, I mean, Martin, I, I, and, and he didn't get Martin, shot. Or anything, no, shouting out Sean Taylor right now. There you right. go, Sean Taylor. Yeah, that's what happened to him. He got popped. See, thank you. I was, it was killing me. I was like, what the fuck is his name? Legend, yeah. yeah, he got popped bro in the leg, and then fucking it just it couldn't stop. They couldn't stop the bleeding. <clears throat> they they were literally like putting blood in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, to, to try to sustain him, you know what I mean? It just and then it just it, it was it was he was gone. Yeah, man, that sucks. That sucks. And R.I.P. to Sean Taylor. And what 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 said? Drop Cowboys uh, for a streamer. I mean every. Well, Every defense is a streamer, and we're just gonna say that. Yeah, if you have the Cowboys, you you want them to get them, you hold them. If you're gonna trade, if you why don't you throw it in in a trade package or something like, then stream the rest of the rest of the way like real champions do. Because I got the Patriots this week. I mean, that's gonna be a good. That's a good. It's a bad line. Get some. They're uh, they're in the bounce back spot here. They're gonna go out there and whoop their ass. You'd assume. Yeah. And uh, Tina said mobile QBs work, not a new thing. Warren Moon was a mobile QB. The issue is mobile QB gets hurt. And uh, the modern NFL QB um, paid way too much for the owner to take a risk. Well, yeah, and, like, Warren Moon's been around for a long time, but let's not act like this wasn't a conscious decision to not have a black quarterback in the NFL. Like, I mean, there's multiple owners who came out and said that African-American quarterbacks are not as smart. As, as Caucasian quarterbacks, like we've heard these statements it, said, and I've, I've had a, I've had debates with people, like you know, you know, and just just white people on this one, where I was like, well, you know, white people they avoid the the slavery analogy, they you know what I mean, they yeah. avoid to the the obvious owner players, right? Um, um, you know, a white guy calling, you know, controlling the black the black group on the field, the QB, right? Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's something psychological that you want to put on TV and show. Like, you know, I mean, it's it's you know, there's something to it. But like, also, what's funny is like, it's really all about the mighty dollar, right? And in the past five, seven years now, you know, having black faces, colored faces as a forefront helps your bottom line. Look at five years ago, Dion wouldn't be able to just go into the out from a BCU and and uh and go to the you know a pack 12 or a big 10 or whatever and just kind of like throw his weight around you know what i mean yeah. even someone like prime having a name value as he is he couldn't just get a coaching job he had to like work from the bottom ranks work you know what i mean yeah this is that people the, the, the long the long road and this is prime yeah right? i mean he was doing i mean was it nine years ago we're watching his reality show where he's coaching fucking yeah. a charter school football team yeah 
you know, so high school charter high school football team. Yeah, just to get some, uh, just to get some, uh, you know, just to put some some on his resume, right? Yeah, because I, I swear to God, Prime is like two, maybe maybe three years away, and he's he's in Prime Time's in the league now. <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be an NFL coach sooner than later, bro. He'll be the mother. Listen, watch this. He could get more. He could get you more. Know, wouldn't you want Prime to be the Cowboys coach? He could get paid more being a college coach, though. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's like getting to the big leagues, though. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, if you're Prime, part it of depends, life, though. Because, I mean, imagine I, if he wins a national in the college one day, right? Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure he would want to take a shot in the NFL and be one of the few coaches like, like Pete Carroll. Or I can't even name any other ones that have a national to their name as a coach and a, a Super Bowl title. You know what I mean? I, I guess mean, Aiden different. didn't translate in the league like that. Got him to the playoffs a couple of times, but never no Super Bowl and Super Bowl win. You know well, you, you know why certain college coaches will probably never translate to the NFL? You don't get to do big recruiting. fishing in small pond. Well, you don't get to do recruiting like you can in college. I mean, you can poach anybody around the country if you're that dope, right? I, I mean, mean, how many people yeah. are going to want to go and go in the portal to like somehow get a chance to go to Colorado next year? Like, it's going to be open season for Dion. I guess it's just like also <laughs> being like, there's a lot of kids that play in the NFL that are that grew up. They're a Cowboy fan, right? Yeah. Even if they weren't a Cowboy fan, it's something <laughs> about having that star on your helmet, right? The yeah. star power to America's team, right? Like that, there's a draw there in itself, right? Yeah, yeah wherever Dion would go, I feel like it would be a draw. You know what I'm saying? Like veteran, he could be able to talk to players, be like, hey, come over here and play for me, you know, for this much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's the best way he would be able to recruit. You know what I mean? When he gets to go, I mean, um, I forget who was, um, I might have been Pat McAfee. He's like, Can you imagine Dion going to your house? Talking to moms and pops about uh, you Dad's know, Dad's fan going out. Huh? <laughs> They're like, bro, this is Dion, <laughs> big fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, calm down, Dad. <laughs> we hear about the sun, <laughs> but because that's who you have to sell for college, right? Because I mean, I mean, except the portal, you know, that's different. But you know, the high school kids, you got to sell the mom and the dad. I'm sure any kid would be sold right now on going to Colorado. Any kid, like they're just you yeah, know, I love your car. You like that Corvette? That's yours, man. It's a gift. <laughs> and Dion said it. He put it out on Twitter. He was like, "We just got our asses whooped." <laughs> he was like, "But we're not uh, straying from the plan. This don't change nothing." You know, this is actually part of his plan. <laughs> it's like show them we could we could we could fare well against like you know name brand recognition teams. You know, good teams. Call NFL offenses, right? Like they play the NFL style uh, offense, right? It's, well, actually, I don't know if Oregon runs the NFL style under center per se, but <laughs> defense for sure had NFL caliber talent, right? All the yeah. Who are you? Who are you, you talking about? Oregon? Yeah. <coughs> yeah, Oregon's got like legit pass rushers that are like going to be drafted in the NFL like this year. And um, Marty said, damn, Marty, you didn't play A-Chain in the 32-team league? Damn, your team must be, like, stacked to where you didn't put him in. I mean, I'm playing – I'm, like – I've been playing Quinn and Johnston. I, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I put fucking Nelson Aguilar in my fucking, like, shit this week. Too bad. Too bad. And Peacock said Kelsey had 69 yards, I believe. 69. Come on, bro. He set, it, he set it up for his chick, man. He set it up for Taylor. <laughs> when he goes, when he has a 69 yards, he just points at it and then points to her. 
Got you. This is fucking funny. Yuck. He said, my 77-year-old uh, would cream herself if Prime came to her house on a recruiting visit, as my mommy said. <laughs> it's funny because I've always said this story, but like growing up in the east side where I'm from, you know, uh, we're not far from a country club. That's where Steve Young and like a bunch of other players were living. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he would have to come down to the Albertsons and or Lucky's right there because they, they switched it back and forth. But anyways, and I see him there all the time, bro. On like a handful of occasions, and I acknowledged him every time, and he acknowledged me. He would shake my hand every time, and my mom every time. Oh, he's so handsome! Get off his jock, mom. <laughs> like, oh my god, Steve Young. Oh my, we love you so much. <laughs> oh, oh, mom. Strangers, I'm sick to death of Taylor Swift in football. <laughs> Said until she puts up some good stats, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, you know. We, if Kelsey doesn't have these big games, I'm going to blame her. I blame her for the mustache already. I don't think that he's been with her. Um, I mean, who knows how long. They're keeping it on a low. They're two busy people, right? Yeah, that's true. You know, she's, she's going on world tours. You know, he's he's, he's, he's on the off season and, and in season. And you know what I mean? That's true. Kelsey said when he's not feeling the mustache, he'll get rid of it. Because uh, there's been a lot of questions on their podcast. Like, you know, ask them about the mustache. Is it going to stay? Is there a certain time when it's going to come off? Like, if you don't do good, is it going to come off and all this? Remember my rookie year, Justin Herbert? Yeah. What happened to him at one point? Cut his hair. Fucking cut his hair. Yeah. This mustache is not, it's not working for him. It's, <laughs> it's, it's tainting the whole thing. And when I think he means cryptic, what he's saying. Was that was that not a good game? <laughs> he had a good game. It, it was decent. It was 69 yards, seven catches a touchdown. Come on, man. Where's the 100, where's 120, where's 120 and two and 10 touch receptions? How about this? Listen, what he said, if I'm not feeling it anymore, I'll get rid of it. It's, that was cryptic right there. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking about, listen, if you see me without this mustache, that means I gave her the boot too. <laughs> she's the one i like the mustache she tried she probably drew it on him first yeah ooh, stranger said it i've only seen travis kelsey's mustache in three places real cops 70s porn and super troopers right um i like that everyone started bringing back the 70s like big push broom mustaches though yeah i came back the last couple years those damn push brooms there's big cybers going Chaotic said it's total publicity stunt. And they said, she said over before it started, the porn stash. So you're talking about their uh, their relationship? All over the porn the stash. And like, I mean, good for, good for, good for Kelsey. You know what I mean? The motherfucker had to go on a goddamn dating show. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not right. He really loves football. I don't even think he, was he even that good when he did the dating, when he, when they had the dating show? I don't think he was like legit no. I yeah. think he was just like a uh he was just like a studly young dude, you know what I mean? Pause. I'm a heterosexual man, I can tell I'm perfectly comfortable <laughs> my own sexuality to tell you when another man's a good looking dude, you know what I mean? See 2016, he wasn't even like he hadn't even broken out really in the NFL like that. 2017 was I feel like the real coming out party. Pause. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know, and then Mahomes, the rest is history after that. Yeah. I mean, Alex Smith, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? You get Alex Smith. Alex Smith's the one that kind of brought him on. Because what does Alex Smith like to do? Go short. <laughs> you know I mean? Just highlighted Travis Kelsey that 2016 year. And in 2017, I had him everywhere. Yuck said he's given uh, he's given Swift some mustache rides. Okay. 
<laughs> Antonio said Swift's next song should be should have kept the stash. <laughs> right. What up, Matt? What's going down, bro? Yeah. Travis Kelsey doesn't know that that that, that uh, Taylor Swift's a Sagittarius, but she's gonna all her songs are written from life experiences. You know what I mean? Like she she'll she'll dump them or he'll leave her and then she'll come out with an album about it. Niner MMA said, I'm happy for for both of them. Oh, my God. So cute. You know, I'm kind of upset about it. I ain't going to lie. He deserves better than our Travis Kelsey. He, our Travis Kelsey deserves way better than that. Yeah, Taylor Swift is just like a stick figure, you know, just like Bogey said last night. She's mm -hmm. like, the, you know, she's like. She reminds me a lot of like when you look at the women's restroom, the sign on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Real stick figure-ish. Yeah, real, it's real sticky. <laughs> all all smooth. Schnoods. It's not even Super Saiyan said 69 on the field. 69, dude. 69 off the field. 69, dude. <laughs> he said it's insane, bro. I said he's winning life right now. <laughs> Taylor Swift has oh. no ass. No. Like, it goes or back. And then top of the, the thighs, right? Like, she, if she was to sit on a chair, she'd probably just fall right off, right? Like, this is, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how she does it. Yeah, I mean, she really, I mean, she just has like no figure at all, really. She, had, she, she looks like God got lazy when he was drawing her. He was like, <laughs> you know, he was. Oh, God was we'll lazy, make, man. It's like we'll just we'll make up for it here, though. We'll give her a good voice, <laughs> right? You know what's crazy is when you see like a little bitch like Christina Aguilera and she has this monster voice because, you yeah. know, it like defies the odds. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people with a big diaphragm naturally could blow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it always amazes me when there's a little fucker and she could like blow like a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, yeah, Taylor Swift don't got that. Taylor <laughs> Swift's a very, very like monotone. Like she has like she has very limited range. Yeah. And uh Matt said this is a wild question. Um he said, I know you could care less about kickers, but would you drop McPherson for mayor? I'd drop any kicker for any player that you're trying to pick up just to you know save the roster spot. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about kickers. I'm 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 playing a kicker that on a Monday night or something. That's what I'm doing. So I like that you have, but if you want to get mayor, I it's 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 what team you think is gonna get you in scoring positions. That's not a bad pivot. Like I think I'd pivot from to the Rams kicker. Why not? Yeah. Strange. I think the Rams. I think the Rams could win this game. I think they're scoring more. I think I'd want that kicker over McPherson. Money may. Um, Stranger said Kelsey definitely doesn't have the best uh, the best stash in football. That would go to Brad uh, to Brad Robbins. Yes, he's a punter, right? Punter. I think that's why he just, uh, yeah. That's why no one's going to know who the hell he is or see that. Um, I always think it's weird. Like, um, <laughs> yeah. Crispy said maybe she likes tight ends. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> you were waiting for that one, huh? That was good. Thank you for dig, too. That was good. <laughs> Oh man, see Chris Beats has got it, man. He's got it. <laughs> I mean, listen, she, she does look like she got a tight end. I ain't gonna lie. No end, but still tight. <laughs> Tina said, homie went after a top pop star live and uh and went ended up Kelsey Nice Stash. I mean, it's just like like Rodman, right? 
when Robin, he was, see, Robin was, was tight though. Cause Robin was doing like blow and fucking Carmen Electra. <laughs> what, what other high, what other high profile athletes and, and with some high profile, like, I guess there was uh, Reggie Bush before Kim, Kim Kardashian was like, you know. Yeah. Super I mean, I, I know, uh, you know, I know Tommy wasn't like super popular, but he was, you know, really. I mean, it just wasn't, he, he would have been way more popular if social media was around, obviously. But, uh, you know, Pam, super high profile, right? I mean, they were really yeah. high well, profile. Yeah, I was speaking to like athletes. I mean, because that's not uncommon. Have, um, you know, be a, some kind of celebrity, right? Pull another celebrity. You you would you would imagine like, oh, you understand me. You know what I mean? Same. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, strangest time, less hating on Kelsey and more hating on his mustache. I've been hating on mustaches like that since 1983. These are consistent. You know, uh, remember, uh, remember Al Pacino? He's like, Donnie, Donnie, give me to the mustache. You look like a cop. <laughs> he was like, "Oh shit, I do." Peacock said Rodman was with Madonna. Also, that's I mean, right. There it is, Madonna. Mm. Yeah, Rodman is just—I mean, he's a man. He's and a man. I heard Tupac was piping Madonna too. I mean, I'm sure the list, like, goes, on. Like, the list Snoop, goes on and on. Snoop tells a story that when Tupac was like, uh, uh, "This is even like life before death row." You know what I mean? Like he was already rocking with Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like, like mid, I mean, uh, early '90s, and he said Snoop had a crib, like a stabbing cabin. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so he's like, "Let me borrow the hat. Let me borrow the hut real quick." And he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good because I'm over here." And he said, "Oh, he said my driver's about to bring um, my female friend there. You know what I mean?" And yeah. he said, "Don't you say keep it on the low? You know what I mean?" And then she went, and then in walks in Madonna, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, oh shit! Okay, of course Tupac was taking down Madonna. I think Madonna was actually getting around, huh? When she sat on the black chair, she was like, "Okay, now we're playing musical chairs." <laughs> you know say, I mean, she didn't say, you know, she didn't make up that like a virgin song, you know, because she was a virgin. <laughs> she yeah. made that like a virgin because uh, just what they said in uh, Reservoir Dogs, right? When she met Dennis Rodman, or you know, some yeah. big motherfucker like that, somebody started laying that that big old uh, uh, Mandingo on her, bro. Started laying that Mandingo pipe on her, changed her life. You know what I mean? Like the virgin, Ooh. man. That's for because she wasn't no virgin. It was like yeah. a virgin. Yeah, because you know what I mean. She, she got that. She got that Mandingo in her cot for the first time. It was like being fucked for the first time. What? Touch for the very first time. Like yeah. a virgin, <laughs> make my heart beat. Yeah, except I'm pretty sure Carrie Underwood was taking keys to Tony Romo's four wheel drive. <laughs> hey, I used to jog Carrie Underwood when I was when I was younger, and then I just thought she was really fucking annoying when she would do that hop. She would, she would hop and then open the doors. <laughs> uh, you gotta do it every time. Like you're gonna you're gonna eat your ankle one of those days not doing that hop. With the fucking <laughs> fixed in shields on, um, feel bad for her. One time, I saw her in an interview. Like everybody was always roasting her and shit. Then I saw this interview. She was like, "Yeah, you know," she was like, "Life's so hard." And then you're like, "Boohoo, bitch, rich." And she's like, "Yeah, you know, me and my husband, we've been trying to, we've been trying to have a baby for like ten years, and we just can't." And I'm like, "Oh, that's so sad." Like then I'm like, I just hug my kids. I'm so grateful. <laughs> so because it's difficult, you know what I mean. When you get to like, imagine that you have your whole career first because that's important to her. I'm gonna have my career, then you want to have this family, and, and you know you just you just run into you know these things, whatever issues yeah. it may be. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. That's why motherfucker, that's why a vitro is so popping, bro. But then even then you gotta have some money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Design your own child these days. Have you, have you, have you, have you ever went down an in vitro rabbit hole? No. That shit's crazy, bro. Motherfuckers are designed to color of eyes and shit. You, but you, know, you gotta have real luchi. You know what I mean? You just, you know, make sure you just take out certain chromosomes to make you know certain things you want to happen. Science. Oh, wild. And Matt said, holy moly, Josh Dobbs is 28. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because he really came out of nowhere like last year after he got signed from the Browns practice squad to the the Titans practice squad. Or Titans. I want to say, wasn't he like behind Cam Newton for the longest? Like, Or I might be mistaken. I, I know it was like him, uh, Greer, Will Greer, Heineke. I think Josh Dobbs is in that mix. I might be mistaking him, but, but he's been around for a while as a backup. I think he was like doing insurance or something when he got the call uh, uh, last year, right? He was on a practice squad doing insurance on the side. Played on the Steelers from 17 to 19. Okay. Jacksonville in 19. Back to the Steelers for 20 and 21. But the then Browns somewhere Browns, there. Browns, the Lions, the Titans, all that. Yeah, he got in there with the Lions too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he was just, and he was on like the Browns practice. No, was he on? No, no. They yeah. traded for him. They traded he, for him. He was on the Browns. He was on the Browns practice squad. Then they elevate him to be yeah. the, the three, right? Yeah. To compete with DTR, and then yeah. they then he he wins he wins the second uh, job, right? The QB two yeah. spot. And what's funny about that is because it's almost like. They labeled him that to help the trade value because they were already going to move him or something like that, right? Because that same day they announced it, they moved him to the cards. And then there was a correlation there. The OC for the cards was like the QB coach. Or he had to, he was part of that staff with the Browns when, when he was there. You know what I mean? So and, uh, He's the 2016 Music City Bowl MVP as well. Mm, okay, that's okay. Tennessee, the Tennessee Bowl. Very prestigious. Very prestigious. Okay. Oh man, and uh, let's see. <laughs> and Maddie said something's off about that dude. I just can't put my finger on it. I mean, he's got a weird looking head. Uh, yeah, he's like um, uh, you know, bad bone structure maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ugly dude, bro. It's not. It's not a good looking dude. All right. I think it's time. It's time. It's time. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been beating around the bush for a while. Let's get to the injuries. Let me mark this down, and we'll do, we'll do a whole what up, what up at the beginning of all of them. So everybody, it's going to be like you're going into parallel universes right now. Get ready. We start off with the injuries, and then we're going to go the studs and duds from every single position. All right. Yeah. Oh, it's a good warm up. Yeah. And here we go. Let's get into the injuries. And we're coming in hot. What up? What up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. It is I, Harvard grad, Dr. Bogey. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into the injuries for week three. It's an ugly week, but I feel like 
a lot better than the first two weeks. I mean, we had a lot of bad stuff going down. Uh, shout out to everyone who's in the chat. If you want us to cover a specific team earlier than the other, <laughs> go ahead and give it to us. We're really just covering guys who got hurt in these games in week three. Oh, and my God. We, we need this. <laughs> I have to say this out loud. Give it to me. That funky stuff. We need that. We will get it. We will yes. get it. Okay. Let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. The team that just completely shocked the world by whooping on the Dallas Cowboys in week three. Chris Barnes and Zayvon Collins both left the game. Uh, Barnes hand injury. Um, Zayvon Collins eye injury. Um, I think there was a captain in Sano. You know, eye poke out there or something. It was on a pass rush. Okay. He, he, he broke through and then all of a sudden he was like, he was down. Right in the eye. Captain Sano shows no mercy. <laughs> and Tino said, boo. <laughs> hey, we have to cover the facts here. Okay. <laughs> We're, We're just reporters and doctors. <laughs> Hello, Harvard grad. Oh, man. This one sucks for all you IDP freaks out there who might have been on the Troy Anderson uh, train. He was carted off the field. Mm. Arm injury, though, who makes it a little, mm-hmm. little weird that he was carted off the field for an arm injury. But um, maybe it's just faster for him to get to the locker room that way. Um, yeah, hopefully it's not anything broken that requires surgery. Like you know, something fractured would be that's a couple weeks. Like you know, what I mean, maybe he got it. Maybe uh, maybe it's a bone bruise. Like I'm just thinking like the best case scenario because we we like white boy Troy. He was he just man. He just from the concussion to now this arm injury. He was you know it's like come on, we're poised for a breakout. Come on, don't just tease us week one. And for those who don't know how Doctor Bogey gets down. Um, you want to explain on the chart about Troy Anderson's arm? See, all right. Well, see, Troy Anderson's a linebacker, right? You need your whole entire body to be a linebacker. See what I'm saying? His injuries in the arm. See, this this right here is an arm. We have two of them. See that? <laughs> two of them, right? You ain't, I swear to God, you ain't never seen a linebacker out there just one arm. Did have you? Nope. No. Never. They don't teach you that anywhere else but Harvard, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm giving all y'all the game for free, bro. You're welcome. <laughs> for the Raider, for the Ravens, for the Ravens, Gus Edwards evaluated for a concussion. Rashad Bateman pulls the hammy, or at least uh, tightened the, the hammy tightened up on him. Um, and then David Ajado, he left as well, ankle injury. So they had a couple really guys. excited about him. That's the that's their pass rusher, right? From last year. Linebacker, but yeah. I mean, oh, linebacker, yes. Yeah, I mean, pass rushing linebacker. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, outside linebacker. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Oh man. This one really sucked. Um, well, actually, three of them here for the Carolina Panthers. Jonathan Mingo. So mm-hmm. he got he got El Custo. More kid. Xavier Woods. He got ruled out. That's their oh. that's their old man safety. Him and Von Bell. Straight, dog. Keep it to me straight with Frankie. Our man straight. Frankie Louvu. They say it's a hip injury. Okay. Okay. Well, you know the hip bone is connected to the thigh bone. <laughs> I mean, I, this isn't just a song. This is facts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Now it's wild for the Bears because they had a couple people who left during the game. Josh Blackwell, Jalen Johnson, Tyreek Stevenson. 
I'm sure most of you guys don't even know who they are. Bogey might not even know who these guys are. Do you know, I don't position? know who any of those guys are? Okay, do you, uh, can you take a guess on what position they play? Give me their names again. Josh Blackwell, Jalen Johnson, Tyreek Stevenson. Blackwell uh, seems like that's a, that's a name for a DT. Nope. Offensive line. They're all offensive linemen names to me. No, well, I mean, I guess they sound like that, but they are all cornerbacks. Like wow. Every single And that's why I don't know who they are, because after Jalen Johnson and fucking um, and like Kyler Gordon, I don't know any of their secondary, <laughs> any of their corners. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it it's just raining over there in Chicago. And uh, man, they cannot keep their DBs healthy to save their lives right now. Play all your receivers against them. And all your tight ends for sure. Yeah. And all your running backs and all your quarterbacks and yeah, everything. Play your defense against them. <laughs> and what up, Angelo? Angelo on Twitch. Should I be selling high on Keenan Allen? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you hold and you ride this wave. <sighs> What's selling high? Like CD Lamb Plus. Yeah. You know, um, I, would you would you throw another piece on top of Keenan and try to get Jefferson? Like, you know, like I I just, you know, you're probably just okay having the number, a top three receiver right now in fantasy. You're probably just okay. Yeah. Just hold, man. Just hold. Sometimes you don't have to make a move on these guys. Just ride the wave. And for the Denver Broncos, Josie Jewell, he left Sunday's game, suffered a groin injury. In my opinion, that sucked. Okay. You you know who it is now? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. Is he an inside line? Oh no, he's an outside linebacker. Drew Sanders. Never mind. Never mind. It's just gonna be a lot more Singleton and Pipe. Who who else they got there? Is it Benito? No, Benito's an outside linebacker too. Okay, you're right. I digress. So they have. So I'm I'm, I'm double checking on the Broncos depth chart on their site, and they have Drew Sanders behind Alex Singleton. Okay, so he might slot in there, bro. Unless Justin. Strinad, Justin Strinad. Oh, oh, that's my cousin Strinad. <laughs> unless he, unless he's better, than he has Nad in his name. <laughs> it's not even Nads. He just has one. It's the Strinad. So we'll see how serious it is for um for Josie Jewel. I'll be Nad if it's Strinad. Um, Get you Sanders in that motherfucker, right? Get you Sanders in that motherfucker. For the Detroit Lions. I mean, maybe one of the reasons why they weren't able to, like, run as good as we thought or, you know, just not do exactly what we thought in the run game. They had two offensive tackles go out in the game. I didn't know that. Dan Skipper and Matt Nelson. Um, Skipper, he started the second half uh, on the sideline. I feel like that's a made-up name. Because <laughs> of a hamstring injury. <laughs> and Matt Nelson was carted off the field during the game. Fuckery. So, yeah, rough, rough over there. Now for the Green Bay Packers. Man, this one sucked. Devondre Campbell, ankle injury. He left the game, didn't return. That shit sucks. They had a cornerback go out, uh, Carrington Valentine. Not sure who that is. Bicep injury. Hell of a name, though. Yeah. And one of their guards went out, Zach Tom. I'm not sure if he's the left or the right side. Uh, Knee injury. Two first names, that's Zach Tom. Yeah, crowd pleaser. Crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Fries. 
the guard for the Indianapolis Colts. I love offensive lineman names, bro. So Will he, Fries. We he, just had a skipper. Yeah. And a Tom and a, and a, and a, what was it? Two, two two first names. Uh, Zach Tom. Zach Tom. Yeah. This guy's Will Fries. Will Fries. It's fucking tight. So he left the game. Um, I think it was like towards the end of the game, but it was just cramps for him. So luckily they didn't lose. All those fries you mean. <laughs> Got dehydrated out there after the fries. Salty ass fries. <laughs> oh, man. Remember how we keep talking about how the Jags are just having like offensive, offensive line moves? Anton Harrison, uh, one mm. of their offensive tackles, he left. That Anton! Ankle injury. Um, that could have added to the reason why, um, you know, Trevor just wasn't getting any time back there. You know what the <laughs> NFL needs? Stem cells. Yeah, like, yeah. why can't they make it legal? Just regrow everyone, like, on a week-to-week basis so we can have gladiator wars every week. And he goes, lose their whole arms. He wouldn't even be tripping nowhere. He tore his arm out of the socket. Get it right back. Yeah, you know what I mean? Duct tape it. Stem cells in a motherfucker. Pfft, he's in there. Good to go. Nico said Trevor Lawrence going on my bench this week and uh, starting Jordan Love. What do you think about that? Who's I mean, Trevor Jordan Love's been pretty solid. Packers playing. Um, yeah, Jags playing the Falcons. Pack playing the Lions. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Falcons yeah. have been tough against QBs. Mm-hmm. This would be a really big bounce back game for them, though, because the Falcons um, don't really have – I mean, it's crazy because Houston's not that good with a lot of things, but they do got some good pass rush. Falcons don't really have any pass rush, so I think either way, you went the shitty line. Um, Trevor will be getting rid of. You know what we're missing here? It's right under our noses. I'm playing Trevor Lawrence just as you're asking me this now. It's Monday because he is gonna be the aid to a revenge narrative. Two bad stinker weeks against his former team. Oh, trade me away. I was just betting on us because I was betting against us because we sucked. (laughs) Tino said this is why I'm pro steroids. I'm with you. Just let everybody have the right to choose. I mean, look at Tino. Next time you see me, bro, I better better see you yoked up as fuck, bro. You know what I mean? He's like, listen, I'll start using steroids. What, what, what? Said need that Tussin. Tussin uh, fixes everything. Oh, the Tessin? And, yeah. and Vix rub, apparently. If you're yeah. Filipino, Vix yeah. rub on everything. <laughs> uh, let's get back to it. So for the don't Chiefs, put it over your eyes, though. I don't even know how to pronounce this dude's name, but one of their offensive tackles went out during the game, and what was it for? A uh, quad injury. Prince Tega wanna, wanna go, I think. Oh, that's not Lord. <laughs> you want to go? <laughs> it's almost go? like it. It's want to go, bro? W A N O G H O. Is that not want to go? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Right. Uh, what do they call it when they have the phonetic, the phonetic way of how to uh, pronounce it? Mm-hmm. An- an- enunciation. There you go. Yeah, you go. <laughs> sure is. All right, want to go for the Raiders? Chris Bolton, their linebacker. I wonder if any relation to. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, Michael Bolton, Nick Bolton, of course. Yeah. Gotta be right. Uh, he's singing that song about Chris Bolton right now. <laughs> he he left uh, with a knee injury. Jimmy G getting evaluated for a concussion. He came back out though, but that's what the Raiders do. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Is he you know going to be doing? Uh, oh, yeah. did it happen at the end of the game? 
I can't remember when that it was. was. The one when he got rolled up on his ankle. That's what it was. The first I passed out. Like after, like yeah, I, I passed out. It actually uh, became like a game. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right. In, 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 a little entertaining. The Chargers. Derwin James left mm. with a hamstring injury. What's the what's the what, what's the boy? His, his co-pilot back there. Um, Alohi Gilham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick him, hit him, pick him up. Yeah, he already needed to be pick picked up, up, but now even more. Well, especially for redraft, you know, dynasties, he's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams. Mm. They said that they fear it's a season-ending knee injury. We'll have more info for you later today. Uh, let me just break it down for you. See, Mike Williams. You know, I mean, he has a knee injury. See that? That's a knee right there. You know what I'm saying? When he was down, it was because his knee was hurt. See how he wasn't standing there? Because he was down. Because the knee, you can't stand without the knee. So you can't tell me you could run routes without it. You know? <laughs> See, there's a philosophy behind the science of the medical field I'm in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dr. Bogey is dropping some real. This is all this is Harvard graduate shit right here. But y'all is getting it for free. Bogey has uh Bogey has a diploma from Harvard Medicine. See how I'm standing right here? Shout out to the knees. <laughs> go ahead, stand up right now. Go ahead, go ahead, stand up right now. Tell me, tell me it ain't the knees. Oh man. If I didn't have these two knees right here, I think I I'd be fall- right. I think I'd be falling over right now. I think we would be Mike Williams. <laughs> Man, all right, for the Dolphins, I was so pissed that River Craycraft went out. He got smashed um, right on his first uh, reception in the first fucking quarter. He gets smashed, and, like, his shoulder gets, like, completely just, like, wrecked. (laughs) I hate to laugh at this because I'm like, damn, this kid was poised to have the big game, bro. It's the first touch for this kid, bro. Not the first touch because he's got in there after oh, going okay. in for Tyreek or going no, 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 no. in. No, I'm talking about of this game. Yeah, this game. Yeah, yeah like the, you know what I mean. Hella early too. They looked for him hella early in the game. Um, they had one of their guards went out, Connor Williams, Jalen Phillips, oblique injury. Uh, he didn't return, and then Eli Apple uh, left the game as well and uh, concussion, or at least putting him in um, evaluated for a concussion. Not too good over there for a couple key pieces. Um, I'm not even sure who John was it Metellus Metellus for the the Vikings. He went out one of their safeties. I wonder if he's the guy that starts in front of Lewis Sign because he can't get on the field. Metellus, no he's Lewis Sign. Yeah, go Metellus. Yeah, maybe. Um, uh, and Tino said, "Hello, I seen you pick him up in the 19 house and then went down the first game. Yes, stupid. This is supposed to be the game where he was in there for Waddle, you know, getting like five, six uh receptions for like 60, 70 yards. You know, yeah, just off the, the Waddle guy. That what? was to, no, then, then we would have flipped him to the Waddle guy. Oh, for sure. What up, Bakes? What's going What's down, bro? All right, the Patriots they had two of their DTs go down and they had Cole Strange go down as well. Cole Strange with a knee injury. That's one of their guards. When you're strange. And this was a big one here when we go to the Saints. 
They're uh, well, this one's not a big one. The the center, I mean, it's big for him, but it was concussion. He didn't return. And then Derek Carr. Why did they not like say what it was for the longest time? Like it was like a long time before they they said the shoulder injury. Like they wouldn't even show the replay of when he got hit. Um, I know it was why. all weird. They didn't want to. They, he said, "I want them to see me cry again." He cried. He's a big crier. Yeah, and his mascara starts running. Yeah, starts running all over the place. You know what, what I mean? Scare me. And Bake said, what's up with all this drama in the number seven? It said, feels like I'm in an episode of Days of Our Lives. He's the one consistent, like, if there's a common denominator to whenever there was, like, an incident in that league outside of that racist guy, it's, this guy's involved in it somehow, you know what I mean? And he stirs up shit more than he, more than he like, you know, gets in the shit with people. Like, it's more like he stirs it up and then creates it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, curious. Oh, it's big tons in J Mac Town. Yeah. Cause it was something about I think it started with like some like a trade offer or something like that. And then like, you know what I mean? Like, and it just yeah. Start you know what's crazy? Big tons, big tons will pull up wherever the fuck he's at. Big tons has money. He, and what? he's a big fucking savage. He's got frequent flyer miles as he well. Don't give a fuck. Like he was, him everywhere. Yeah, because when I was DMing him, you know what I mean? I was like, Hey, you cool, bro. You know what I mean? He's like, yeah. I'm like, Tina said, like, how does Carr not have a Sephora deal? I know, right? Maybe he does, but he just keeps it on the down low. Maybe it's his alter ego that does. No, see, that, I've always been saying it on the show. I'm like, he doesn't even have to play football. He has that mascara empire to, to fall back on. Yeah. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> and um, so I know that, I mean, we never really covered Thursday, like injuries, but how about Evan Neal? For the Giants, um, going down ankle injury. That's not gonna be all good. Are yeah, it's just I mean it's all bad over there. Um, let's see. That was good. We get to pass a couple teams without reading anybody who went out during the game. Oh man, the other Thursday night competitor. I mean, Debo, luckily they said it was the uh, it was the wind being knocked out of him. But Dre Greenlaw, though, ankle injury. What was his injury before this ankle? Do you remember what was his preseason injury? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what it was. I always just assume it's soft tissue, though, because he was always a hamstring guy. Okay. Uh, or a high ankle guy. You know what I mean? Like, those are the things that's hammer, uh, uh, fucked him up in, in the last couple of years. Okay. Oh, uh, I think he had, like, a pectoral at one point, too. But he's, he just okay. played hard, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And uh, let's see, for Seattle, one of their linebackers went down, Darrell Taylor. Uh, Draymond Jones, the, the defensive end that they paid over there, went down hip injury. And then Trey Brown, um, the dude who, I mean, pretty much been balling out. Yeah, like, yeah. over the first couple of weeks, and then goes out early with a concussion. Oh, that's Seattle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Trey Brown, Trey Brown, the dude who. Oh, uh, the kid in there, Jared Reed. Yeah, he, well, it's because yeah, cause yeah, because because this guy went multiple out. Pe- multiple multiple people went down in front yeah. of him, and the kid was flying around. Yeah, I saw him make a special teams tackle. I was like, oh shit, he's there! Oh no, he's not, yeah, because I didn't know if he was even playing anything but special teams, though. You know what I mean? Like, let's see if it actually uh, if it shows his percentage of snaps. Fifteen percent. See, he just still didn't play that much. Yeah, yeah. It's because Julian Love played. I mean, we needed like Julian Love, like not to play. And then he would have been in there. Let's see who else we got. We got um, 
for the Titans, Julius Chestnut. Okay. He went down with a hamstring injury. Didn't even know he played. I wonder if he like pulled it pregame or something. Well, um, I mean, started working in there as their three, right? For the Titans. Yeah. yeah. And Sean Murphy Bunting. Oh man. Concussion for him. One of their cornerbacks. So if you guys don't know Sean. Where, Murphy. Where's Sean Murphy Bunting now? From because uh, he was at Tampa Bay forever. Titans. We're talking Titans. Titans. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're getting stuck over there with the Titans. I mean, he's hurt now. Let's see if they if they if they get better. If they're down a cornerback, you know, like they're already really bad um, in the secondary. And that is it. We've made it team by team. All the injuries. Kind of got in here unscathed. This was uh, a lot worse. Mike oh, Williams, man. I'm going to, I hope he's all right. Yeah, it didn't look, you know, I, I, I could explain it again how important the knees are. Yeah. You know I mean, <laughs> I mean it, you can't even do the, the dance, bro. Head, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, bro. Like, this is like, it's a part of the song. If you are watching this on replay, if it's your first time here on the channel, make sure you smash that subscribe button. Uh, we go live multiple times a day. We're live for all the games. Um, you'll see uploads throughout the week as well. So smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Turn on the notifications. Subscribe to the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler, and the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast, our movie review podcast. And now we are going to be getting into the studs and duds and we are going to start with the QB position. Here we go. Coming in hot. What up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. Little guy Scott Freak trying to find a lighter. <laughs> We're getting into the studs and duds. If you're watching this on replay, if it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button. Go check out the injury uploaded video. That just dropped and check out every positional video for the studs and duds, including IDP for you IDP freaks. This is taking place Monday morning. We still got four QBs who haven't played yet on Monday night. But as of now, the top QB of week three, Tua. Man, what a game for the Miami Dolphins. 36 points for the kid. 23 of 26 for three bills plus and four. <laughs> and four. And four. Only three incompletions. That's so impressive. They're doing whatever the hell they wanted out there. Broncos suck, and they're so good. They put that together. Get fucking. And can you kick a field goal? Let's just set the record. You know they were trying to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they kneeled on it like they could have. They could have, but they didn't. Um. The game of sportsmanship. The game of the week. The Chargers, the Vikings, both QBs out there doing their thing. Herbert and Kirk Cousins. Those are the two and three quarterbacks on the week. Herbert, 40 for 47. Not the same for Cousins, 32 for 50. A little bit different there. 405 yards for Herbert, 367 for Kirk Cousins. Still pacing. Still pacing. Kirk Cousins in game one, 344. Week two, 364. Week three, 367. And he goes up against Carolina next week, who is insanely, insanely hurt in the secondary. <laughs> Let's go crazy. I Kirk. love you, Corky Kirk. <laughs> three touchdowns for Kirk as well. Patrick Mahomes, number four on the week. 
Um, he had 272, three touchdowns, 24 for 33. Got hurt in the game, but, I mean, he didn't leave the game or anything. So, I mean, we just – business as usual. Rode up on his ankle. Four QBs over 30 points, and those were them. Andy Dalton, number five. Andy freaking Dalton, 361 and two touchdowns, 58 attempts, 34 completions. They said this is a career high for the Red Rocket. What did you think about what, what Andy Dalton? For? The oh, career high is in completion rating? Attempt, 58. Oh, yeah. What do you think? What do you think about the Red Rocket? It's just you know it's 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 great for that kid to see how to like you know operate a functional offense. You know what I mean? But it's it's Andy Dalton. It's the same old Andy Dalton. Yeah, and we'll be talking more about the people that Andy Dalton were thrown to when we get to the wide receiver uh, positions here soon. Jordan Love doing his thing, two fifty nine um, touchdown through the air. 39 um, yards on the ground, touchdown on the ground. This kid's got eight touchdowns so far in three games. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's Aaron Rodgers-esque. <laughs> uh, people are going to be like, no, it's not. <laughs> How about Lamar Jackson? Doing his thing, 100 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, really shaking and baking out there. And had 202 through the air, 22 for 31. I mean, he did what he's supposed to do against Indy. Just do whatever you want. Yeah. CJ Stroud, though, what do you think about the kid? 280 and two touchdowns, 20 for 30, 14 yards on the ground. Um, I hope he breaks the uh, the stigma of... of uh... Or maybe even a curse of Ohio QBs not translating to the NFL. Because, you know, this is still fantasy, right? Yeah. But also, even just on the week, look, the kid's good, man. 30, and he did it with efficiency. Only 30 pass attempts. You know, uh, he was, we, I, I was clowning on his efficiency all week, right? 63% completion rating. Yeah. You know what I mean? He definitely jumped up. Shout out to the kid. The Jags mm, do better. And uh, no matter what we think, about rookie QBs, no matter what we think about the Houston Texans. I don't think C.J. Stroud's what's wrong with the Houston Texans. I mean, in game one, as a pro, 28 for 44. I mean, the efficiency is not really there. Doesn't throw an, an INT. Doesn't throw a touchdown, though, either. Um, but 242, I mean, that's pretty solid. Right out the gates. I was versus Baltimore on the road yeah. in Baltimore. Then versus Indy, you just do what you're supposed to do. 384, two touchdowns, zero INTs as well. And then this week, I mean, they mollywhopped him. 280, two touchdowns. Again, zero INTs. I mean, he does have a fumble lost in each of the games. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, no INTs. That's the offensive line, though. Yeah, but no, no INTs with all those fucking attempts in his first three games as a rookie. It's very promising. Yeah, and um. You know the week one on the road. That's that's impressive. The other ones, like you, you, I feel like the Jags are they're on defense. They're just. I think I like them just because we have fantasy pieces there, right? They're not good in real life. <laughs> not right now, that's for sure. And then Josh Allen, uh, you know, not the best game, but I mean, for as much as they were shitting on them, you know, still ended up in the top ten. Two eighteen, um, t- uh, tug through the air, forty six on the ground, tug on the ground. Yeah, he was pretty much done with the day early. Yeah. 
for sure. Because the defense just kept not giving – the defense just kept doing it for them. And speaking of tugs, how about Deshaun Watson? Tied with Josh Allen, 27 for 33, very efficient through the air, 289 and two tugs versus the Titans. Every single quarterback in the league needs to be deployed against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Who do they got this next week coming up? They got the Bengals. Ooh, all right. We need it. We've been waiting. <laughs> we have been waiting. Jake Browning's about to shred them up. <laughs> God damn it. It better not be Jake fucking Browning. <laughs> this should this better be our burrow coming you know out. For you, bro? I don't want him to go out there and, and get more hurt. I don't either. You know, they shouldn't play him this game. Why didn't they just listen to Chase? Why didn't they listen to Chase? And what up, Clock? He said, Watson, three tugs, if you include the one he had after the game. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo. <laughs> it's funny because like, I was like, yeah. I mean, why did, why did we why did we not? Why did we miss that? <laughs> that one was really good, actually. <laughs> uh, number 11, QB on the week. Your favorite Brock. Brock Purdy. 23 points, 23 points, 310, two touchdowns through the air. Zero picks. And then the number 12 QB on the week, 21 points. So the top 12 QBs all had 20 points or more if you're playing in at least six-point passing touchdowns. That's what we're talking about here. Six-point passing touchdowns, 25 yards per point on the yardage. And it's Jared Goffel. 243. Had the touchdown. Throws the ugly picks. Yeah. I mean, so did Russ. That's why Russ didn't even finish yep. with uh, with 20 points. He had 19, even though he went over 300 yards. Um, Little total. bitch, Russ. <laughs> Goffle did have – he did have that touchdown on the ground as yeah. well. So that was something else. Rumbling. Rumbling into the end zone. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Oh, no. Oh, man. Savage Jeremy. He just posted it right now. This just got posted three minutes ago. Mike Williams. <sighs> Hold on. Let me pack the bowl before this. Oh, man. Um, no, it's it's Mike Williams. Oh, man. It's Mike Williams. Oh, man. man. Well, this is one of the reasons why we avoided him. This is one of the reasons why his ADP was baked into his injuries. He jumps tall. He jumps high. He falls hard. And I know we're in the QB section right now, but we just got this news, so we're gonna. And if anyone wants to rewind, because uh, I am a Harvard grad doctor, for those that don't know, like you could rewind. I actually break down the importance of the knee for just standing and just that alone. You know what I mean? Mike Williams torn ACL oh. out for the season. <laughs> And I'm gonna miss everybody. And I'm gonna miss him. No, no, no. Man, Mike Williams living in a hateful world right now. 
hope he's all right. This sucks. Um, I mean, at least he's got the, the little, he's got the little mini bag, you know, on him, but got a good bag. <coughs> he's like top 15 paid at the position, top 12, right? So yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't even know that a hundred percent, but I know, I mean, we know that him and Keenan, you know, they got de- somewhat yeah, they decent got, bags. on. They, always, they were always getting extended. They, they never got like this big old, I mean, even Keenan Allen, it was short lived, but he was the highest paid receiver back in 2020. Yeah, Bakes a lot said Quentin Johnston season. Nick Tab said fire up Quentin Johnston. Yeah, it's John gonna be, too. Yeah, it's gonna be a yes and no on Quentin Johnston. Like I think anyone who thinks they're gonna be able to go out there and start him as a wide receiver too, like right off the bat, it's gonna be a little he's bit. Gonna be, he's gonna be great against like secondary options, but yeah. if you play in a secondary that has two bad, two badass corners and shit, you know, you know what I mean. I got the Raiders this week, so let's see. This will be the week to put <laughs> it down. Quentin Johnson can catch the ball. Qu- Quentin Dropston. Yeah, Deontay Dropson's a strange cousin. Over yeah, Dropston. <laughs> He's like, oh, Dropson. Yes, Dropston. <laughs> hey, hey, juggernaut in the house. What up? <laughs> what up, juggernaut? All right. So there we go with the studs of the week. And don't forget um, that these are the QB studs. And now we're going to get into the duds of the week. Mm. Oh, Just man. start with Calvin Ridley. We're very upset with him. No, 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 no. We're on the QBs. Oh, my bad. We are on the QBs. I'm very upset. You can tell I'm upset with him. Okay. Ryan Tannehill got three points. We're going to give him a pass because not a lot of people are starting him. I think the biggest two duds on the week have to be Mr. Sam Howell and Mr. Danny Pesos Jones. Mm. Back up the truck. Mm. One truck, that is. Desmond Ritter. He's the only, I mean, you know, a lot of people aren't starting Desmond Ritter if you are. Sorry. Um, Fields, it's crazy. I mean, he still ended up getting 14 points because he had 47, you know, on the ground. Yeah, and he he throws the garbage time pick. And I mean, yeah, I'm saying, of tug. and I'm saying 14, it's rounding it up. Um, it rounds it up on here for whatever reason. 1366 was his actual line though. So yeah, pretty ugly, pretty ugly. Um, Zach Wilson also amongst uh, the shit. You know, what's crazy is Mike White scored oh, shit. more. Was I low the whole time? Oh no, I wasn't. No, you're good. I was talking um, about the wrong one. Mike White, who only came in for like, I don't know, a couple series. He scored more. Then Ryan Tannehill, then Sam Howell, then Pesos, then Ritter, and then Zach Wilson. You know why, in. right? Why? He's the great white hope, white Mike. Come on. White, white Mike, baby. Take him up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. There are the QB studs and duds. If you're watching this on replay, smash that subscribe button, hit the bell. Turn on the notifications, turn them to all. And we are breaking down every single position today for the studs and duds. And let's get into the running backs. Let's go. Do it. Do it, Anakin. What up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. What's happening, Bogard Scott? Freedom fighter. 
We're breaking down the studs and duds every position. If it's your first time here watching this on replay, smash the subscribe button. Turn on the notifications. You don't want to miss the live streams that we have. Check out all the other uploaded videos, every single position, including IDP, broken down. This is wild. What kind of parallel universe are we living in right now? Is this the real life? Is this just A chain, 203 rushing yards, two touchdowns on the ground. I mean, that would have been good. Like, that would have been really good to be number one most weeks. When We're he had it. four receptions, 30 yards, and another two touchdowns. 51.3 points. Outscoring a gang of motherfuckers from their bench, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Hopefully you play in a deep yeah, enough league where you could have started them to get the fruits of that labor right there. You're hurt so bad. Man, and it's crazy. I don't know if we've ever really seen anything like this where – like, not only do the number one and two guys, you know, on the week for the running backs come from the same position or same team. Um, team. Like, I don't know if we've ever seen that happen at the one and two. Maybe, maybe back when it was CJ2K and Buddy and uh, White, Lindell White. Maybe. Maybe. But this is ridiculous. Because oh, Mark Ingram, uh, Alvin Kamara is back in 2018. Yeah, I mean, there may have been some where they were like top 10, both top like 12, but one and two, like and then just completely obliterating the number three. I mean, Raheem Mostert's got 14 more points than Ken Walker, uh, 45 points, 13 attempts on the ground, 82 yards, three touchdowns, seven receptions, 60 yards, and another touchdown. Both Dolphins RBs had four touchdowns each. I'm, I love Raheem Mostert for what he did for my Niners. And I love his story, bro, because he's back where it all started. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, it's crazy. Clock said I had A-chain on my bench against Bogey. <laughs> oh, shit, word. He well, said, I might have to, I'm going to have to probably throw in Jake Browning against you in the, S- the SBI. <laughs> for the, the number three and four, kind of business as usual. I mean, Ken Walker, he's been balling. Um, not like he did yesterday, though. Uh, 30 points on the week, 97 yards. Just missed that 100 for uh, you guys who have 100-yard uh, bonuses. Two touchdowns again, though, on the ground. Three receptions for 59 yards. We what love you, that. What do you think about Walker so far, Bogey? I mean, it's, you know, you know, I always stand true. You know, whether it's like the Walkers of the world or the or the Brian Robinsons, where the because there's always gonna be like a whole community of people that want this other guy for no reason, right? Oh, Zach Charbonnet or all oh, Antonio Gibson or all like you know what I mean? Like when you're the starter and a team that's gonna run the ball heavy, you want that guy. And I like it's like Chris Carson-esque because you know, Ken Walker wasn't really getting targeted outside of like the one game in Germany uh last year. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and, and he got it all in like one series. They're going to hurry up, and he got like six targets in a drive. Outside of that, you never really seen him get targeted. So I like that. Like even and this is what you should expect: just a couple, couple little targets sprinkled in. Usually dump offs. They're not making him run no routes or nothing like that. And he's he's one hundred percent the one hundred percent between the twenties and in the red zone, bro. Like you love that. 
And what was the what was the quote from Crazy Old Pete that we kind of attached our horse to? In said, the I'm going to give him 17 touches a game. <laughs> That's what he said. And there's only oh, there's a baseline. Okay, yeah, we love it. And there's only been one game where he didn't get 17 touches. He got 16, and had he mm, caught, and, and had he caught all five targets, he would have had. He caught four yeah. out of five. Had he but caught yeah. all five, he would have had 17 touches. Yeah, so crazy old Pete staying true. Let's go. And, and, and I call him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Takes Mr. one to know one. Mr. Uh, Mr. Christian McCaffrey, also known as BMB. <laughs> the unicorn. He does what he does. You know, another, another 22, 23 point performance. He's the Mohammed Hali of running backs. 85 yards on the ground. He's the Rocky Marciano of running backs. Five for 34. Pound for pound. Pound for pound. <laughs> Rocky Marciano. Um, yeah, he's doing what he does. He like, what, did he even play the fourth quarter? I don't even remember if he played the fourth quarter at Enter all. Enter Elijah Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, still 23 points for the kid. Let's BMB, go. 23 points. Uh, Zach Moss, 22 points. On the week, this, I was not expecting this. 30 attempts, 122 yards, <laughs> two receptions, 23 yards, and a touchdown. He's got, he's got the Rams next week and Tennessee the week after that. I mean, if you have him in a flex spot, is he, is he just start no matter what because of that yeah, uh, I mean, attempts? Yeah, he's a volume guy. And, and see, here's the thing. You got. I got to point this out. It was Minshew. He's gonna hand it off a lot. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm just saying. Like, you, you got to consider like when when you when you get Anthony Richardson back, which is probably gonna be this week. Is that like you know a lot? He's gonna vulture a lot of it. Yeah. And let's see. What up, Reflex Smoke? Should I trade Josh Jacobs and Cortland Sutton for CD Lamb? If somebody will do that trade, sure. Yep. I'll do it. Yeah, definitely. That, that, that's means that, he, that means he's not hurting at running back outside of Josh Jacobs hurting him at running back. We well, said he's got ETN and Saquon. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. A, I mean, you know, you're going to ride the wave and, and, and tear up at receiver. Yeah. The Cortland Sutton, you flip him now. Right? I'm just – better, know. right? And then uh, Theo, he said, I sat James Conner and Ford. Oh, damn. Okay, I thought you said you sat James Conner for Ford because those are both the next two names – on the list here. <coughs> so James Conner, top six, um, 19.6 points. Um, and Ford, he got 19.1. So Conner and, and Ford in some, in some spots. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't think anyone should feel bad. about. It, it, they did very well against very bad matchups on paper. Yeah. So, but you know what? This is why I like week. We're going into week four. After week four, things start to take shape. Like, look at look at the, the Cowboys. Who did they play against? Saquon, week one, bad weather game, bad offense all around, defense scores, stuff like that. It's kind of the game's out of hand, right? It's kind of hard yeah. to judge that. Week two, who did the Cowboys play? Um, <coughs> they, they shut all the way down the mighty Jets run game. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like they haven't really been stopping nobody, and then James Conner just went in there and ran all over them. That's kind of crazy. So, And, I mean, it was is the tale of, like, polar opposites here because connor i mean he got a good amount of work i mean that 
they both had very similar like <laughs> amounts of work. I mean, Connor only had four more attempts than uh, than Ford did on the ground, but he but he had eighty more yards on the ground. So I mean, it just it wasn't as fluky for Connor as it was for Ford. I mean, Ford got two touchdowns. One of them was on that uh, that crazy pass where he was just wide open. Yep. Nobody was even thinking about him. And then the other one was like a one yard, you know, run in. So, I mean, I, I think the writing is on the wall that Jerome Ford is now Nick Chubb. And Tennessee is one of the better run defenses. So, you know what I mean? The fact that he got the two greasy tugs, that saved him. You know, yeah. if anyone, you know, you're lucky for that, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he's a load carrier when Hunt will start to get in the mix. He's held like, 51 yeah. total yards, you know, like the touchdown saved him. 51 total yards is five points, you know. It's not for those not, who don't know. <laughs> James Conner went for almost 120. Uh, if you like have that. Jerome Ford as luxury because you picked him up, and you, I'd flip him. I mean, he's going through the murderer's row. You're going to need those tugs to save his day like hella times this next couple of weeks. He has bad matchups coming up, like legit bad matchups. Running back seven, sell high, sell high. Travis Etienne seemed like he didn't do much. He was 19 for 88 on the ground, four receptions for 50 yards as well. So doing what running backs do against the Houston Texans, this is why. I mean, this is going to be like, this is the final curtain call for Najee. Najee is either going to do it <laughs> against do it. the Texans. <laughs> We're going to get so many Najee. Do I start Najee or Devin A. Chain? I'm like, oh, my God. Fucking A. All I of mean, them. Ev- everybody, everybody starts against the Do Houston I start Zach Moss or Najee Harris? If we're going to get those. Right. <laughs> do I start Josh Jacobs, Najee Harris, or Zach Moss? <laughs> Corbin said, I need Burrow and Higgins to have a uh, Keenan Allen Herbert night. I mean, that'd be nice. You know what? You know what that is? That's a Monday night miracle. We need a Monday night miracle. We need a Monday night miracle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, let's see who else we got here. So ETN was number eight. Jarek McKinnon out of nowhere, finishing his RB9 with those two fluky touchdowns but we love it he only had 28 total yards three receptions but had two touchdowns in there just as fluky as jerome ford they were only one yard apart one point apart one point apart insane it's gonna be hard to call man and it's like isaiah pacheco can you not get tripped up at the one every time yeah, like every, every time, time. <laughs> you're a big dude. You're from Patterson. You got a gun on you. We get him out your way. Alexander Madison, <laughs> yeah. RB10 on Good the week. Go. Top 10? Hey, top 10. Top 10 on the week. This was the bounce back spot. I mean, it's the Chargers. Chargers give up the bootay to the running backs, and that trend continues. 20 for 93. No tug. Five receptions, 32 yards. I mean, that definitely helped. Saved him. Miles Sanders. Nine for 24 was not, (laughs) not the best. Got the touchdown, though. Five for 38. I saw him drop uh, one or two passes out there. Mm -hmm. That would have made his day even better. Mm -hmm. Fucker. I mean, Uh, we said it. Miles Sanders is finally going to have a QB that could help sustain a drive. 
Peace out, Antonio. Clock said, "Can I start Najee or Melvin Gordon?" (laughs) (laughs) This is a Friday question. (laughs) You're gonna have to ask me this one on Friday when I get more information. Oh man! But those are the kind of questions that we're gonna get for Najee. That one made me want to have a breakfast beer. I was like, oh. (laughs) Pacheco. Even though you know we're hating on him, I still finished top twelve. Fifteen point eight points. 62 yards on the ground, got the mm-hmm. touchdown, two receptions, uh, 16 yards. Moral of the story is if you have two solid running backs on a team, they both could make it into the top 12 against the Chicago Bears, and you just deploy everybody against the Chicago Bears. Do it. <laughs> All right, let's see. Some honorable mentions would be uh, Tony Pasta with 15, Damian Pierce. Let's go. That's the honorable mention we want to mention. Yeah. 31 yards for the kid. He got in the end zone. Yeah, the greasy tug. Finally got in the end zone. So tough for my kid to run behind that line. Oh, and you know who's an honorable mention? Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Oh, I'll deploy all of them against the Chicago Literally just deploy all 12 points. Had the touchdown. Had 55 yards on the ground. So just deploy everybody you know, versus the Chicago. There was a guy who started McKinnon and Clyde against me in, in a deeper league. Son of a bitch. I started McKinnon and Pacheco in a league. Had to. was I, In the Debo league, mind you. Fuck, that's how bad I was hurting. You pull it off? It's not over yet. It ain't oh, okay. over. We got Monday matchups. Ooh, okay, it's all coming down. <laughs> it's all coming down. Monday. Okay, here we go. Um, I, I mean, the biggest dud on the week has to be Derrick Henry. <sighs> Two points. He had 11 carries for 20 yards. Like Cleveland, is Cleveland's D just that good? Or is it that it. good? Is it that good? I mean, it, it's their. I would assume it's their tackles too, like their interior, because like not even the linebackers are showing up on a stat sheet. So it's like, who's stopping the run? Everybody up front. You know what I mean? Browns got the Ravens and then the Niners in the next two weeks. These are going to be tough tasks. Tough tasks. Let's see, who else shit the bed right back. for us? Let's see. Um, I mean, damn, Kareem Hunt got six points. That's crazy. I mean, like tripled. Gibson got four points. That's still a stinker. Fumbled. Let's see. Ah, Brian Robinson only getting seven. That's a stinker. Stevenson getting seven points. That's a stinker. I say Gibbs getting nine points. That's got to be considered a stinker. We don't want to see any of these guys getting single-digit points over there. We do not want to see it. Clock said I survived having Henry and B-Rob in. Nice. Nice. Gus Edwards. Oh, man. It's crazy how people thought Gus Edwards was going to be, you know, a thing. He got hurt. He went out. Five points. Ugh. Stinker. Stinker. 
All right. Well, that is the studs and the duds for the RB position. Make sure if it's your first time here watching this on replay, smash the subscribe button. Everyone here now, smash the like button. We appreciate you guys. We are going to be covering all the other positions. So if you're watching this on replay, go watch all the other videos. Go hit the like, the thumbs up, and go check them all out. Appreciate you guys. Go subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it is the Fantasy Football Hustler podcast. We also have the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast, which is our movie review podcast. Go subscribe. And uh, Tyler Algier, bad game. Herbert, horrible week two. Yeah, I mean, those are like flex guys, though. I mean... Yeah, we want those guys to do good, but those are like even fringe guys who who knew if we were even going to start those guys. <clears throat> All right. Now, let's get over to the wide receiver position. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. We are continuing the studs and the duds for week Three. Oh, yeah. If it's your first time here and you're watching this on replay, hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it now. We got all the positional videos dropping, so make sure you go pay attention to that. All right. Let's jump right into the studs for the wide receivers. Keenan Allen. Oh, man. 46 points. Yeah. 40, whoa, 46. 46 is the actual points. 20 targets. 18 receptions, 215 yards. He also threw a 49-yard pass to Mike Williams. Man. Killing it out there. Adam Thielen, 32 points, the number two wide receiver on the week, 11 for 14. 145 and a touchdown. Adam Thielen killing it. Throw it in the comments if you picked up Adam Thielen and started him. I picked him up and started him in the green bowl, and he's the only thing that's saving me right now. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek the Freak. 31 points. 30.7 points if we're getting specific. 9 for 11. 157 yards and the touchdown. Cheetah is a beast. Justin Jefferson, fourth wide receiver on the week. Seven for 13, 149, and a big old greasy touchdown against the Chargers. Tank Dell, cracking, cracking it, cracking the top five like an egg. Five for seven, 145 yards, and a big old touchdown. He was drafted number 60. He was drafted 69th overall in the NFL draft this year. 69, dudes. He had one touchdown reception of 69 yards. 69, dude. Or no, that wasn't the touchdown reception. That was, uh, he had a 69-yard reception and then got taken down at the one. That's what that one was. Uh, Debo, number six on the week, 25.1 points. Oh, man. And then also tied with him, crazy, 25 Point one points is Mike Williams. And we just got the news on Mike Williams that he has a torn ACL and he is going to be out for the remainder of the season. Let's take a moment of silence. Hey, you, 
Shout out to Mike Williams. Hope you're doing okay. Theo said, I love having Jefferson and Hill. So nice. I got them in a couple best balls. I think I have them in a vampire league as well. And what, what, what? He said, how, Theo? How you have both? I've seen teams with both because I have teams with both. All right. Amari Cooper, wide receiver eight on the week. Seven for eight, 116, and a greasy touchdown for Amari the Pooper Scooper. Amon Ross St. Brown, 21.6 points, nine for 102, 11 targets on the day. No touchdown for Amon Ra. Romeo Dubs, what is that? Two, four, six, eight, ten. Wide receiver, ten on the week. Five for 73, had the big old greasy touchdown. DK Metcalf, six for eight, 112 on the night. And then finishing as wide receiver, 12. 19.1 points, 8 for 12, a 111, 111, Stefan Diggs, big old game for Stefan Diggs. Honorable mentions, um, and hey, hey, we got Bogey in the house, we're on, the, on to the wide receivers now. All right. So honorable mentions for the week would be DJ Chark, 11 for 86 in a tug. Chris Olave, um, eight for 11 and uh, 104. And actually, DJ Chark, four for 11. I don't know. I can't remember what I said, but he was four for 11 and 86. Marquise Brown, five for seven, 61 yards and a touchdown. Portland Sutton, eight for 11, 91 yards and a touchdown. Would have been an even bigger game had they not had that second touchdown call back. And then Michael Pittman, Marvin Mims also with uh, seventeen with 16 points each. Uh, Pittman, 9 for 11, 77 yards. Mims, 3 for 5, 73 yards. But he had the big old return touchdown. Let's see. Who are some big names that flopped for us? Oh, I mean, he's not a big name, but he definitely flopped. Kadarius Tony with one point. Man, fuck Tony! <laughs> Yeah, but start backing the truck up on these motherfuckers, man. Here we go. How about Trey Burks, Juju, Rashad Bateman, JSN, uh, all with two points. Uh, that is ugly. That is ugly. What? Uh, what did Addison do? Did he get on on the? Did I miss? Did he make the list? He did. He was not in the studs. We'll go look yeah. and find him. Yeah. Um. Quentin Johnston only had three points. You won't back the truck up for him, but he better not have a three point. Um. Oh, you're, is this a future truck backup? Yeah, you're, trying, you're you're anticipating. He better not have one of those next week, or he's gonna get the truck backed up on him real quick. Uh. Let's see. Brandon Cooks four points. Um. Two for seven anywhere. I didn't either, and I'm not even going to back the truck up on him because he was like, you know, when coming back from the injury, and I I told a lot of people not to when they had other options. I mean, it's it's the two receptions for seven targets that like gets like what the fuck is going up? They were going to him. Yeah, they're going to him a bunch, but like, come on, man. Like, I wonder how many were uncatchable. And also, I didn't think it was going to be a competitive game where they were going to have to do much. (laughs) I didn't know it was going to be like that, bro. Yeah. Parker and Dotson, four points. Come on, Dotson. 
and to chase the Parker from the week before. I mean, it's it's going to be difficult to try to diagnose, you know, anything outside of Hunter Henry for the Patriots, bro. Drake London, Nico Collins, five points. You got to have the negative game scripts to have a big Nico game. They're winning that game. That that was whoa. Robert Woods, six points. Yeah. Same thing for Robert Woods, right? You got to have a negative game script for him. You're throwing like 40 plus times. He only threw 30 times in that game. Calvin Ridley, seven <clears throat> points. Why I'm here, right here. Uh, I want to punch him in the face with brass knuckles. Deion in fantasy, right? he's probably a really good dude in life. I mean, you know, he's just, he's just trying to make honest living, gambling on his team. He knew they were trash. He's actually smart. He got caught, which makes him dumb. Punch him right in the face with brass knuckles. DeAndre Hopkins, Sky Moore, Tyler Lockett, all eight points. Back the truck up on the mother. And the garbage truck. I guess for anybody who had Jarek Reed and really, really expected a big game at him, he only had nine. Those are really the only guys who get the truck backed up on them. But I mean, honorable mentions. For like dump truck, you know, just friend, like you just escaped the dump truck. Garrett Wilson, McLaurin, C.D. Lamb. I mean, all those guys were like, you know, either right at 10. I mean, Garrett Wilson's decimal points from 10. All bad. Yeah. All bad. All right. If it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button. If you're watching this on the replay, make sure you hit the thumbs up. Make sure you go watch all the other positional videos as well of the studs and duds and go check out the injury video as well. For everybody here watching, make sure you hit the like button if you haven't. And go subscribe to the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler. And everybody's favorite position is coming next. We are going through the tight end wasteland. Here we go. Coming in all. What up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. What up? Bogart Scott Free, not a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> but she does love a good tight end, let me tell you. Let me tell you. And uh, thanks, Chris. We all steal that joke from you all week. <laughs> All right, we're just going to jump right in to these tight ends because why wouldn't we, right? <laughs> Pause. And if it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button. Go watch all the other positional videos for the studs and duds. All you Sam Laporta supporters, stand up and take a bow. He finally scored a touchdown. Eight receptions for eleven out of 11 targets, 84 yards. Through the air, 22 points. Yeah, he got it all on 170 yard house call. <laughs> started against me. Because he had so many receptions that were coming at like damn near the line of scrimmage. You know, just so many receptions for like one yard, half a yard, maybe even losing a yard on there. Yeah, a big one. He was wide open. He was wide open. All right. Our man, Travis Kelsey, 19.9 points. Number two tight end on the week. Seven receptions out of eight targets. 69 yards. 69, dudes. 
and another big old greasy touchdown. I mean, it was very pretty, you know, but it's only one. It's a big old greasy touchdown. Love Travis Kelsey. George Brittle had an awesome performance on Thursday oh, Night Football. Don't call him George Brittle right now. Come on, he's mighty right now. <laughs> I'm wearing the hat. Respect <laughs> for my man Jorge Kittle. <laughs> 16 points, seven receptions out of nine targets, 90 yards mm-hmm. through the air. So he happen. was the top uh, tight end yardage wise, but he didn't add a touchdown or anything, but still good enough to finish third on the week in the tight end category. Now we start getting into guys who, you know, sometimes out of nowhere, you just have guys who you don't even know they're going to do anything. I mean, the New England Patriots. They got Hunter Henry. They got Gesicki. But it was neither of them who got who is the number four tight end on the week. Is Pharaoh Brown. Get on your knees when royalty's around for the Pharaoh. Two receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> Why? Should people go pick him? I mean, you think people are gonna, uh, yeah, not should people because we know the answer is no. Do do you think people are gonna go chase this and go pick Pharaoh up Brown, Pharaoh Brown? We're, we're, Peacock? If you're out there, wasn't Pharaoh Brown with the Texans before? Thought he was, right? So Evening, um because then you know Bill O'Brien there for those that aren't putting the, the correlation together right away. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was frustrating. I mean, didn't what did Hunter Henry do on the day? Um Four points, five targets, two receptions, 17 yards. So he got his he got his floor of targets. Yeah. This yeah. was not good. Nope. And uh and clock said that Pharaoh was, yeah. Okay. Thanks. How about now? These are always some random tight end stat lines that we're gonna see here and there. Donald Parham, two receptions, four yards. And it's a no, you are wrong. Oh. Two what? touchdowns. Yeah, that's right. He had a two. two. Saying, he had two. Touchdowns. <laughs> two big old greasy touchdowns. He had four 14. yards, bro. He had 14.4 points. <laughs> 12 of them came from those two big old greasy touchdowns. Pick him up. <laughs> Pick him up. I dropped him in so many places when I'm making my. <laughs> I dropped him in Dynasty, even. I, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I got to make a move and then somebody just swooped him up hella quick, too. Like, oh, young tight end. Hey, size matters. Said, love your shirt, bro. The hashtag buds. Oh, yeah. There we go. Cheech and Chong. Hell yeah. All right. Evan Ingram. Seven receptions out of eight targets. 67 yards. That was good enough to be tight end six. Let's go. On the week. TJ Hawkinson. Eight out of 11 for 78 yards. And that was, uh, but he had the fumble. So that's why. That's what dropped him down a little bit there. Son of a bitch. Luke Musgrave, um, six out of eight, 49 yards. Uh-oh. Ferguson, I guess I'll bite my tongue. He had a whole nine points on the game, and uh, he broke his streak of 11 yards per game. He jumped it up to five receptions for 48 yards. Killing it. <laughs> um, Last one? Ferguson. Oh, okay. Ferguson. Killing it. Five for 48 on the day. Um, Brevin Jordan, two for 13. Had a big old greasy touchdown. Sneaks him into the top 12. And Kyle Pitts. 
he sneaks into the top 11 with his five for 41 performance, nine targets though. I mean, this is why even a guy like Kyle Pitts can get some yardage on Detroit. Like you just start your tight ends versus Detroit. Yep. Johnny Smith. <laughs> That's what's crazy. I mean, our last two tight ends here, both going up against Detroit, 17 targets combined between the two. Five receptions for Johnny for 37 yards. They didn't even need a touchdown each, either one of them, to sneak into the top 12. And Johnny also was the was the guy who was drafted by Arthur Smith, but only with the but when they were at the Titans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And let's see. Is there any let's see who's the tight ends who need to be? I mean, it's just tight ends just suck. I mean, we could back up the truck up on all of them. But yeah, uh collectively. Here's one. How about Dalton yeah. Schultz? Uh, it's ugly. Uh, like, why are we still holding him at this point? Like, man. I'm not talking dynasty, but yeah, I mean it's ugly over there. Dawson Knox and Kincaid, no love for either of them. Zach Ertz, this one was bad. No, a lot of people were dependent on Zach Ertz. He only got two targets. They didn't have, they're doing it all everywhere else. That's why. Yep, didn't need him. Didn't need him. We'll give Hunter Henry four points and Darren Waller five points. We'll back the truck up on him. We need more out of you guys. Yeah, Hunter, Hunter Hurst Henry. You're just Hunter Henry right now. Yeah, Andrew's only getting eight points. You should be hitting double digits every single game. Yeah, Mark Whack Drews. <laughs> Not my best nickname, but that's what you are right now. And Theo said Hurst sucked. Yeah, where is Yanni? I mean, uh, Hurst against the Seattle Seahawks where you should eat. Yeah, fuck you, Hurst. It's all bad. It is all bad. All right. You know what? I know we're on Titans, but back it up one more time for Calvin Ridley. Fucking goddamn you, Calvin Ridley. You motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. For people who only watch the offensive videos, we've made it through all the offensive positions. Make your way back and go check out all the other offensive positions. And for any of you guys who are into the team defense, or IDP, we got the videos for you defensive freaks and you IDP freaks. So make sure you check those out as well. Go subscribe to the podcast. Hit subscribe right now if you're on YouTube. The podcasts are the Fantasy Football Hustle Podcast, Silver Screen Breakdown Podcast as well. This week we're breaking down Ready Player One, which is going to be awesome. And we are going to get into the defensive line to kick off the IDP. Let's go. What up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. What's happening, Bilbo Gardichek? We got another IDP video for you IDP freaks. If it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button because we're always breaking down IDP. We're always doing Q&A sessions and we're always answering a bunch of IDP questions, getting you guys ready because very, very few content creators are going to cover the DLs, the LBs, the DBs, but we're breaking down them all right now. We're starting with the DLs where sometimes it is a little bit thin. I'll tell you who's been eaten and who is the opposite of thin. Miles 
Garrett. He looked like he was playing like a high school team out there. Three and a half sacks. You catch a lot of that game, Bogey. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was killing them. Destroying. Got the force fumble. Got that force fumble in there as well. It was nasty. I was saying too, like while everyone was jumping up to grab like the Max Crosby's this year because they were chasing last year, I was like, we're getting Miles Garrett at like a semi value here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because people just chase. They, you know, he didn't have the greatest year last year. It's Miles Garrett. Tino, I don't think we're gonna do kickers on the studs and duds. There's no such thing as a stud kicker. And I wouldn't even know who's like starting who. And what? I'm pretty sure if you just all you have to do is just open, turn the page. <laughs> we can't. We're turning all stones now. We're going to leave that one unturned. <laughs> How about Aiden Hutchinson? Man, what a coming out party for him this year. <clears throat> Thirty-four points, two sacks, had the fumble, um, forced fumble, and the fumble recovery, killing it. Rashawn Gary, he has been hella quiet. Not on the Saints, not on Derek Carr. Three sacks in this game, 34 points. Um, they have multiple reads on Seattle. Okay, this is Jaron Reed, the DL, the linebacker. I mean, the DL, sorry, the lineman, eight total tackles and two big sacks on the day, 29 points. And see, the, that's not that's not the kid they brought in free agency, right? Uh, Who's that pass rusher? They the, this, I mean, this got to be one of them because uh, he's seven years in the game. Okay, no, that's not yet. So he's been okay. I don't know if he. I don't know. If, I don't know how long he's been. Uh, I'm just trying to remember the other guy. It was DJ something. Never mind. It's not Jay. No, that was Draymond. Draymond. Jerry. Draymond Green. Yeah. yeah. Draymond Green. <laughs> Wrong sport. <laughs> Matt Judon. Uh oh, handling biz. Matt Judon in all three weeks, 16 in week one, 20 in week two, 28 in week three. He's had at least one sack in each game. And in week three, two big old greasy sacks for him. Hell yeah. Shout out to Matt Judon. This one was out of nowhere. AJ Epineza, because he's not even really a full starter for the Bills, but he gets in there and gets that INT and the TD. Don't chase those points, but that was a good one, though. And then more for the Bills. Leonard Floyd. I mean, it was just a coming out party of everybody versus Washington. Two big old greasy sacks on the day. Hell yeah. Shout out to Leonard Floyd. Brian Burns. Man, I know he pissed all of us off in week two, throwing down two points. But he's back. 22 points. He had his sack. I mean, he's just he's doing it all over the place. A lot of QB hits, a lot of tackles. Yep. Getting back shout there. Shout out to good old Burnsy. Yeah, quit messing with us, Burns. Every week, just throw that down. Emmanuel Agba had the INT, had the sack, multiple tackles against Denver, 22 points. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the ball were handling biz for Miami. Number 10 DL on the week, Samson Ebucam. I want to talk to Samson. It's crazy because he was doing this shit with the Niners, bro. Sack and a forced fumble mixed in a handful of tackles as well. They got the Rams next week. Demarcus Lawrence got a sack. 21 points on the week. This keeps doing it. He just he's this old man Lawrence out there. Ed Oliver. Man, so this is someone who 
I mean, this is fourth year, fifth year, I think now, like in the NFL. Like it's kind of insane. In there longer, bro. Huh? I thought he's been in there longer. That's crazy. Well, not and um, it says four years experience on sleeper right now. Okay. So yeah, coming up to the end of his like rookie contract, he's been handling biz. Uh, finally, he's got two total tackle or two total sacks on the season. One and a half of them came in this past uh, week against the Wolf. Yeah, got a bunch of tackles as well. Everybody, you start everyone against that line. Okay, Devo said Reed played for uh, Seattle and then Green Bay, and then now he's back go. in Seattle. There we go. There we go. Nice. I knew he didn't float it around. Nice. And what's 420 AM talking about over here? Good chance Bears get two of the top five picks. What would you do those picks? Try to fix the team um, and make them a playoff contender uh, in the next few years. Flipping I mean, Justin Fields, probably. That's not their guy. That's the thing that sucks, too, is like, you know, a new regime comes in. They, you know, they, they quote, unquote, put pieces around him. You know what I mean? And you got a defensive-minded head coach, so it's really all predicated on the whoever the OC is. It's like, is Lou Getze the answer for them? Probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I could see a total overhaul if they have, like, several high picks. You know what I mean? And here goes some honorable mentions this week. Guys who weren't in the top 12, but guys who killed it. We got Daniel Hunter with 20 points. Um, that rookie for the Chargers that I've been telling you about, Thule, Tupelotu, yeah, he, uh, he backed up his 19 point performance with a 20 point performance mixed in a sack as well. And he played more snaps this week than he did yeah. last week, so they might just be keeping him on as a was he a second rounder? Yeah, he was a second round draft pick. Yeah. This That's year. capital there. Good, good shit, kid. Yeah, let's see. Shout out to the Usos. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of it is predicated on Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not playing a full complement of snaps, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> Joey Bosa was playing, but he played thirty four percent of snaps. Yeah, he got seventy seven percent of snaps, and I think the kid is even taking snaps away from Khalil Mack as well. So he's yeah, just become a huge part the, of that rotation. Yeah, because those guys are um, they're, they're those guys are like third down specialists. You know what I mean? Especially like Khalil Mack. Yeah, specifically him. Like, I bet you if you look really look at it, he's really only out there for, like, third down snaps. You know what I mean? I mean, he's out there for a shitload of snaps. I mean, he played 65 uh, snaps. Oh, I think he said he only played 30. That, that was Joey. No, Lewis. no, no. Obosa. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. You said Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack played yeah. 79. Yeah, I thought – my bad. I thought you were grouping Khalil so Mack in there with the 30%. So the, re- so the reason why I'm saying I'm thinking the kid is taking snaps from Khalil Mack because in week two, Khalil Mack played 91% of snaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess week one, though. So oh. here's – Here's week one. This is how it all started. Khalil Mack, 75% of snaps week one. Joey Bosa, 87% of snaps week one. The kid, Thule, uh, 33% of snaps. And Morgan Fox played 51% of snaps. And then week two, Joey Bosa got hurt, though. But Bosa played 29%. Morgan Fox played 35 Khalil Mack, 91 The kid, Thule, 77 Then the kid, Thule, played 77 in week three. Thule. Khalil Mack, 79 Joey Bosa, 34. Mo- Morgan Fox, 49. I don't think Joey Bosa re-injured anything, but maybe they just... They like something in the kid, bro. Yeah. Also, like, when you limit somebody, they, you can't demand more money, neither. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, maybe they... I mean, they just need him to be 100%. Maybe that's yeah, what that that's is. That's really what it is. Yeah. I mean, what... Uh, fuck, I was, I was loaded yesterday. Did they win? They won that game. The Chargers did, yeah. Yeah, look at them. Yeah. 
uh, my, the Vikings. They're just better at charging it up than the Chargers. That's what it is. They're Viking, Viking it up. Yeah. Quiddy Bay. Uh, Michael Parsons had 17. Man, Danico Autry. He's been killing it. This is someone yeah. I talked to you guys about in week one. 24 yeah. points week one. 15 week two. 17 week three. Opposite of uh, uh, Simmons. Yeah. His thing. Yeah. And uh, all those guys had like 17 points or higher. So it was a uh, real good game for a lot of DBs. Or DLs. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah. DLs. All right. We're getting through every single position here. We did the DLs for your IDPs. We did all the offense. Go watch all those uploads if you haven't seen them. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, leave a comment, um, show some love over there so other people can find it as well. If you are watching this on replay, hit subscribe, smash it now. And we're moving on to the LBs now. Yeah. And we're coming in hot. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. What's happening? Bill Bogart check in the f- full effect. Let's get it. So we already broke down the DLs. Now we're getting on to the LBs. And if it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button. Go check out all the other positional studs and dud videos as well. Biggest stud on the week for the LBs. Terrell Bernard killing it out there not only did he get seven total tackles he mixed in two big old greasy sacks what had a fumble recovery what and had a big old int what man i'm so proud of that kid killing it doing solid now this is week one 15 points week two 18 points Week three, 42 points. 42 points. He was somebody I was grabbing in all the, in all our startups hella late. And, like, I would be mad if like, there's, like, one or two spots out of the 14 joints I'm in where someone else got to him first. I was like, oh, but, you know, you know, you don't get mad if someone's sniping you in, like, the 40th round. <laughs> yeah. It's on it. Number two linebacker. On the week, Zaire Franklin just doing what he continues to do. One of the best pickups um, or drafts. I mean, not pickups, but one of the best draft picks that you could have had in any IDP league, all formats. Yeah, uh, Rashawn Gary is up there because he doubles as a linebacker, but we talked about him in the DL. Mm-hmm. So check that out. How about Kaiser White, though? Handling biz, 33 points, 14 total tackles. Had that big old greasy Dak pick in the end zone to cap him off. Who's that? Kaiser White. Oh, yeah, Kaiser White. Yeah, he was killing it. (laughs) This whole season, he's been killing it. 16 points in week one, 21 points in week two, 33 points in week three. Going up against the San Francisco 49ers who run a shitload, so I'm going to predict double-digit tackles again. For old man Kaiser White, let's go. I mean, and he's only twenty-seven years old. Yeah, but that's probably, that's he's like probably. such a journeyman, like at this point. Yeah, he been he been everywhere. All right, Matt Judon. He also cracked the list because he's LB eligible <laughs> as well. Um, <laughs> this one, Kenneth Murray, man, back to back, yeah, insane games for the kid. Um, twenty-eight points, nine total tackles. Had that interception to cap the game as mm-hmm. well. Multiple interceptions by linebackers to cap their game. It's when, it's when they say, hey, we're not picking up your fifth-year option. 
You better go out there and ball, kid. Yeah. For real, though. Isn't that, isn't that funny how it works out? Yeah. But shit, I need to get money. <laughs> and, uh, it's crazy, too, because, I mean, Eric Kendricks, that's the... That was their that was the the the, the jewel, the free agency jewel they picked up in a much needed linebacker position where letting go of Drew Tranquil who showed, who balled last year and this, that, and the third. And here's Kenneth Murray, like, man, I've been here, man. Well, I mean, they literally have nobody else. And so I think exactly, yeah, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they I mean, the the other linebacker that they're playing, Nick Neiman, you know. So I mean that there's literally one other linebacker mm-hmm. that they have. But Eric Kendricks, you know, he hasn't played the last two weeks. So like it's not a surprise to me. Because Eric Kendrick seemed like the best guy on the field. Derwin James gets hurt. He only played 63% of the snaps. Um, the line's not necessarily that good, you know? So, like, yep. they were running past the first level a lot. Yeah, so maybe yeah. Kenneth Murray is a thing. I mean, if Eric Kendricks misses, though. That's not, that's a good point. But I think Neiman will step aside. It'll be, like, it'll be um, Kendricks and, and then Murray playing like yeah. anchor. I mean, it's, Ken, it's Kendricks just getting healthy enough to get back out there. And that's, you know, if. Yeah. Micah McFadden, whew, rookie last year, pretty much yep. got no playing time. Um, I didn't take him seriously, and I guess I should have, because uh, now this is two out of three games. He's had solid games. 27 yep. points this past week on Thursday night. Gets the Niners, too. A lot of things over the middle, a lot of running. So that's a good way to gauge it, starting him, too. You know what I mean? Because I, I guess Dexter Lawrence – and uh, and Leonard Williams ain't the one of the best tandems in interior. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you said that the Chicago linebackers like aren't throwing up on the stat sheet. Beg to differ with T.J. Edwards because week one, twenty points. Week <laughs> I two, never said that. Points. You said that somewhere. Hell no! I got T.J. Edwards and, and Tremaine okay. Edwards everywhere. Okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong yeah. about that. I swore you said that earlier when you're talking yeah. about the the Chicago. Hell no. But. Yeah, Tremaine Edmonds, he's been doing something. I'm talking about the cornerbacks. Not not this week, though, but yeah, Edwards, fuck, 16 total tackles, 26 points. Exactly. So solid. Uh, Roquan, I mean, it's crazy in a down week. He puts up 23 points, super That's solid. Good. Brian Cashman, love saying his name. He sucks, but he got 23 points this week in that interception. Yep. Um, and that's the top 12. Let's see. Um, you had to have 23 points or higher to crack the top 12. Um, let's see. Oh, Lacoon is in the mix. Uh, Jamin Davis got 20. Cody Barton got 20. Jordan Brooks got 20. Patrick Queen got 19. Our man Henry H2O, 19. Uh, Pete Warner, 18. Quincy yeah. Williams, 18. Caden Ellis, 17. Uh, my man Chris Barnes, but he hurt his hand. But he, I think he was up there too. He got like nineteen or something like that. Uh, it's like KY. Oh, Barnes. there he goes. Yeah, nineteen. He's right below Queen. Is sandwiched right in between Queen and H two O. Yeah, let's go. All right, got a lot of a lot of solid linebacker plays uh, this week. Mm-hmm. It was a good week for linebackers. And uh, a saucy, what up? Should I trade Christian Kirk and Moster for AJ Brown? Um, I mean, I, yeah. I my instinct was to say, yeah, like right off the bat, real quick, but then I just stopped because Moster, like, man, maybe you get AJ Brown plus like something usable. Yeah, I do like going out there and get AJ Brown, he's bound to pop, especially uh, this week versus the Bucks. Like, this is the week. I think the buck stops here with AJ. Oh my God! See what you did there. 
This is a good week for linebackers. We're going to jump over um, to the DBs now. So for everybody who is watching on replay, smash that subscribe button. Go check out all the other positional videos. And that's the offense and the IDP. Appreciate you guys. Smash the notifications button. Make sure they are turned all the way on. And go subscribe to the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler, and Silver Screen Breakdowns. And let's jump in to the DBs. And we're coming in hot time. What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. What's happening? Bill Bogartacek in full effect. Ooh, and we know Bill Bogartacek going to be here for the DBs because that's where he holds it down the most. Let's go. If it's your first time here, smash that subscribe button, hit the like button, turn on all the notifications, go check out all the other DB, or all the other IDP videos. Here we go with the DBs. Kyle Hamilton. This was like his coming out party for his entire career so far with nine total tackles, three sacks as well. Like that's the crazy thing. Three sacks and had the forced fumble. I don't think anybody saw this coming. I don't think there's too many people that are starting him. It's crazy how Sleeper has him projected like for like 11, 12 points every week, but he like he never hits it though. Never. Yeah, and then there's other guys like Terrell Bernard and and guys like that that will just always be projected zero. Yeah. So Kyle Hamilton, big dog of the week. They got all their DBs hurt over there. So yeah, he finally took to to what is he? He's a sophomore. Sophomore, yeah. Yeah, it's about time, kid. Yeah, and let's see. Um, gonna be there's always a lot of no namers in the DBs. Um, Alante Taylor, sophomore. 17 points last week, 36 points this week. Five total tackles had the big sack. Where's he at? He is uh, with the Saints. Mm, okay. See, I haven't been around Spencer in a minute. He probably would have had us on game with this kid. Sophomore, and, uh, he's showing up. Well, so I think um, I'm, I'm not 100% positive, but I think this is uh, because of Marcus the May. Marcus May. Yeah, but that's two weeks. You know what I mean? And we can check the snaps. And let's see. Yeah, because uh, – no, so Alante is a cornerback. Oh wow! Okay, I want. Um, I thought he was a DB. Well, I mean, he is a DB, but uh, no, I mean, about safety. I'm sorry. Yeah, so it's not. Yeah, he's not playing for Marcus May. That is Jordan Howden. That's the rook. Okay, I didn't. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, he's the guy who's uh, taking over for Marcus May. So we got to go check that out. Pick him up. Pick him up. But yeah, Alante Taylor, hundred um, percent of snaps uh, this week. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have to ask Spencer the Guru about uh, get get the takes he's on a lot of tackles. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he's the opposite of uh, Lattimore. Here we go. We knew there was gonna be some fallout of the Chauncey Gardner Johnson, and you know what that fallout is? That Brian Branch is playing a hundred percent of the snaps along with Tracy Walker. He turned it into the DB3 performance of the week. 11 total tackles on the week. <clears throat> and this is going to be this is going to be one of those things. Uh, in Dynasty, I mean, I know a lot of my teams are stacked to where I'll be making the choice of if I'm going to mm-hmm. be playing him somewhere or not. But we've just seen too much out of this kid. And the safeties always eat on the line. Yep. yep. You gotta love him for for, for fantasy, bro. I love, I love that this kid's gonna we can bust him out. I could bust him out the uh the taxi. Out the, the taxi, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And Marty said, Brian Branch coming out party. I mean, this is dope. Yeah, Tino said, legit as fuck. Hell yeah. And, and like, you know, he was, he, he, he showed up week one. He had the pick. The pick and he got hurt. The pick touchdown. Yeah. And that, that was why. So, I mean, he's still, this was the first game that he's played 100% yeah. of snaps. Let's go. So yeah. Balled out. Balled out. And uh, Jesse Bates, number four DB on the day. I mean, a pick will do, do that. Yeah, didn't do much last week, but I, well, he had double digit tackles. Oh, well. he got back in again. Okay, he's getting greasy. Yeah, I mean, 26 total points. So even the pick right there, I mean, that's the six points. Hey, Rich Grant ain't doing shit. Nah, Jesse Bates handling biz. Yeah. And uh, Witherspoon um, handling biz out there as well. 11 total tackles. Teams just throw it a lot on the Seahawks. Like, I don't know. I mean, this is like Reek Woolen had a shitload of tackles last year. Now he got hurt. He doesn't play. Witherspoon's in there finally. And uh, yeah. Byron Murphy, crazy amount of tackles because he was covering Keenan Allen for a shitload of the game. Um, 10 total tackles for him, 25 points. Hmm. Kyle Fuller, or Kendall Fuller, I mean, excuse me, that big old greasy pick got him in there to uh, 25 total points. Yeah, because he's a uh, he's a nickel, so he gets a lot of tackles. You know I mean, yeah, uh, I'm not sure who Brandon Stevens is for the Ravens, but we're gonna see a lot of random DBs out of there because they're just shuffling guys around. And he had 11 total tackles, 25 points. He had 19 points in week one, only six in week two, so a little bit fluky. But uh, he's up there. Let's see. Oh, man. How about Javon Holland? This kid don't quit. 26 points in week one, 22 points in week two, 24 points in week three. He's the man. He's Javon Holland, man. And with Vic Fangio now? He's the man. Hey, I told y'all the Vic Fangio revenge narrative was real just against just against Denver in general, right? Yeah. Nigel said, so close in the vampire, but Reynolds screwed me. Ah, yeah. See, that's what sucks with, like, the vampire. Like, you literally, like, it has to be the entire eight spots or whatever it is. Like, nobody can screw you. Yeah. Nice. Corbin said, I put in Bates last minute. No regrets. Nice. Who'd you put him in over? Let's see. I know. I put Uh, Let's see. Two, four, six, eight. Uh, so Javalin was DB9. Uh, Roger McCreary uh, finally getting a bunch of tackles. Um, 10 total tackles and got a sack up there with 24 points. He's been kind of a disappointment. Um, no idea who this is. Kytrell Clark, rookie for the Arizona Cardinals. 16 points last week. Uh, 10 total tackles this week. 24 total points. And he played 81 snaps. You know, crazy. I, I was saying this early on in the offseason. Like, I was like, yeah, look, we, we got to pay attention to Arizona. Cause and I was I was saying it for IDP purposes because I'm like, they're gonna be on the field a lot. So I'm just having offense being really shitty, you know what I mean? But and it's a defensive-minded guy, so there's gonna be a bunch of names that are gonna pop up out of nowhere, you know. What I mean? that we don't we're not aware of, you know what I mean? He's one of their top two cornerbacks. So he's opposite Marco happy. Wilson. So he's got he's got to be the number two. Marco Wilson's yeah. the number and one. The rookie, they they see, they know you're a rookie. They're gonna pick on you. you know? Yeah, yeah. Just make those tackles, kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, 
And then this is DB12 on the week. Jordan Whitehead, 10 total tackles. Played a lot of snaps, 72 total snaps in this game. Another defense is going to be on that field. Hell yeah. Let's see. Honorable mentions. Who is this? Terrell Smith for the uh for the Bears. Um that I mean they're hurt at DB. They're hurt. <laughs> um he's a rookie. Um 10 total tackles, 22 points. Corner. Oh, let's go check. Yeah, there's gonna be some random, random guys. Because he might be around for a minute. Yeah, he's a corner. Jackson. Huh? He's a corner. Okay, because I say if he was a safety like that, you know, yeah, but yeah, he's gonna be around for a while. He's a corner. Yeah, <laughs> all their corners are dead right now. They need all the help they can get. They need all of it. For sure. Let's see. Um, let me see. Amani Hooker, twenty points. Yep, doing his thing. Justin Blackman, twenty points. Uh, Michael Davis uh, for the Chargers, nineteen points. Um, Christian Fuller, or full ten. On the Titans, 18 points. Sean Murphy Bunting also had 18 points. Crazy. Hey, Kyle Duggar, finally. Uh, He got 17 points in this game. A lot of tackles. It's about fucking time. Alohi Gilman. Man, this this kid, man. He had the forced fumble and the fumble recovery. Remember? Everyone was tripping. Oh, how come he didn't get the fumble? The forced fumble, just the fumble recovery. He got both. Mm -hmm. Um, Von Bell. Um, back-to-back solid weeks, 21 last week, 16 this week, shitload of tackles. Jalen Thompson, 16 points uh, after the 23 uh, points last week, solid. Uh, Rayshon Jenkins, another uh, decent performance, 15 points. Julian Love, 15, so not not too bad. I mean, he's had 15 points or more mm-hmm. in each of the first three weeks. Yep, I mean, shit, we love that consistency. Yeah. And there you have it. There you have it for the IDP spots. Boom. All right. And there we go. We got some new guys who, uh, I mean, that's why I like doing this. I mean, we see just random names um, that we haven't seen. I mean, this Keon, Keetrell Clark. I know who the hell he was. 16 points last week, 24 points this week. I mean, maybe this week versus the 49ers, you know, maybe it's not the best week to deploy him, but. Probably any any team that has two wide receivers that they throw a lot to. Mm-hmm. I bet a kid like this is going to get a shitload of tackles. Yeah. Damn, it's going to be tough. Can't, we can't let them trounce us like they did the fucking Cowboys. Man. This can't is a- sleep on the <laughs> you can't sleep on them, bro. Josh Dobbs is coming, bro. He's a mobile QB. No. He runs around. All right. And Let's then Brandon. Brandon Stevens, there's another name. So there's multiple games that he's had uh, double-digit tackles in. And the Ravens are all banged up. When you're a multi-stud, you're going you, to get on the radar. Yeah, yeah let's see where you're Brandon Make sure that you're on everybody's radar. Oh, Brandon Stevens is uh, he's a corner. Mm. Had the most snaps for them out of the cornerback position. Look at Brandon Stevens. There we go. And teams are going to throw a lot on them. So if he's going to be guarding the number one option, I'm assuming for most times that uh, usually going to lead to a lot of tackles as well. It's usually how it works out. There we go. And uh, it's Matt Merckx. What up? What up? What up, Matt? 
we're covering the IDPs right now. We're gonna get to the um, we're gonna get to the team defense uh, right now, and then that might be it. And then we'll probably bullshit for a couple minutes after that. So uh, if it's your first time here watching it on replay, smash that subscribe button. Do it now. Do it now. And follow the podcast. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to the podcast, Fantasy Football Hustler, and the Silver Screen Breakdowns podcast. And turn on the notifications because we are going live all the time. You don't want to miss. Let's get in to the team defense for you crazy assholes who play with team defense. And we're coming in hot. What up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. Bogart Scott Free doing team defense content. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. And Tino, and Tino said, what about kickers? Fine. We'll spend the two minutes and do it. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. So I, have to, I have to stay consistent. Before we do this video, make sure this is the last year you play in team defense leagues. That shit's so fluky. Fuck that shit. Come play in some IDP leagues with us. Yes. Come do it. All right. On with the team defense content. And make sure that every week that you're watching the waiver wire videos, because one of the most important videos of the week for you guys is going to be the team defense waivers, the guys who you pick up and start. We always do that. We always bring you at yes. least five teams weekly. Because you should be streaming your defenses. Hell to the yeah. And this team, this first team, they weren't streaming available, that's for sure. The Buffalo Bills, they were drafted and they were picked. And I think you just have to start every team versus Washington. They have now turned into that team that you deploy your team defense against them. Mm-hmm. It's, so the, like, it's, it's the sacks at minimum that they're going to give up. And then obviously the, the fact that the line is bad, they're giving up sacks and, or, or pressures, you know what I mean, leads to picks and turnovers, et cetera. Very ugly. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It is. And number two, the Detroit Lions. Oh, man. Handling biz mm -hmm. out there. Just like they uh, never do, really. But <laughs> <laughs> they did this week, for sure, on the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, on the Falcons. Or the Falcons, yeah, my bad. <laughs> the other bird. The mm. other bird. Yeah, it was ugly out there. Uh, the Houston Texans, they were one of the teams uh, that we said you could uh, potentially pick up um, and start um, last week. <laughs> we did not really mention it this week, but if someone picked them up and started them last week, you just got like a very nice Christmas present like in there because I don't think anyone saw them whooping up on the Jags like this. Nope. <laughs> Cleveland Browns. I mean, that's a team that is, uh, I mean, very well rostered. Um, I think they're like right around like 50% rostered, something like that. Showed out versus the uh, showed out versus them. The um, the fucking Tennessee Titans, like they suck. Yeah, it's <laughs> a really bad offense. The KC, like versus uh, Chicago. Chicago, we just deploy all team defense versus Chicago, right? Yep. Got to. I'm pretty sure it's a good idea. And then you got the Colts. That's another team that we said you could pick up and start last week, <laughs> but somehow they did somewhat decent this week. And New England Patriots, the Dolphins, and New Orleans. I mean, those were teams that got like double digits or higher <coughs> this week. Um, we don't really talk about the duds 
um, of the week as far as like team defense goes. But how about the biggest dud of the week has to go to the Dallas Cowboys? Mm. Man, I mean, there might be some formats where they got negative points. Who they got next week? They got the New England Patriots. Okay, so a nice little bounce back spot here. Yeah. It is ugly. It is ugly out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just like just like it's ugly that we're doing this video right now. <laughs> so we're getting out of here. Uh, way too I'm much. Trying to get into it. We're talking way too much about team defense. Right. We're cutting mm-hmm. off both. Yes, yeah, so I'm getting happy and about to like go into team defense. Team. No, we're, we're cutting right, bring that back, back, back. Thank you. We're cutting that take I almost off. lost it. I almost lost it there for a second. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> All right. Fuck team defense. <laughs> if you're watching this on replay, hit subscribe because we're doing this video for you. If you actually searched team defense and you found this video somehow we're doing it just for you so you better subscribe <coughs> make sure you come back tomorrow for the team defensive streamers of the week we always do that's always a big video of the week um make sure you don't play in team defense leagues anymore and get into idp leagues with us you can do that as early as right after this fantasy football season like right for nfl playoff football so make sure you hang around go join the 420 crew at 420crew.org and we got one more video that we have to do for the people so we don't get fined we're doing a video for you crazy kicker people so uh yeah let's do it kick it off here we go. We're coming in lukewarm. What up, what up? Fantasy football hustler back at you. Bogart Scott just kicking it. <laughs> <laughs> that was corny as fuck. All right. If you're watching this on replay, put in a comment because we want to know who you are because we made this video for any crazy person that would search for kickers on YouTube <laughs> for fantasy content. Stop playing in <laughs> kicker leagues. <laughs> Get rid of those kickers. Uh, you should be, today's Monday, you should be dropping those kickers right now to pick up someone and uh, at least stash until Sunday or whatever until you pick up another kicker. But here we go. Here we go. <laughs> And uh, Tino said, my client asked that you guys try to be happy during this segment. You know what? <laughs> I'm smiling. I've smiled this whole time. <laughs> right? I smile because I enjoy life. Okay. Start <laughs> with a goddamn kicker video. All right. Here we go. <laughs> so it's the exact way that I think about kickers. Uh, the number one kicker on the week, Matt Gay. Um, number one kicker on the week, 24 points. Oh my gosh. Like he could have won you a week. If you have Matt Gay on your team, did he win you a week? Put it in the comments. I would like to know. Mm. Myers numbered, got 18 points. Bass 15, Fairbairn 13, Prater 13, Butker 12, Moody 12, Hopkins 12, Aubrey 11, Sanders 10, Nero 10. What? Where's Gay at these days? He's uh, with the Colts. The Rams no more. He's with where? The Colts. Oh, okay. Look at Willie Gay doing his thing. Oh, Willie Gay. Oh, what's his name? Matt, Matt Gay. Gay. Matt Gay. Yeah. Matt Gay doing his thing still. Matt Gay's back on top. He's kicking it, bro. 
And there we go. So that's everybody who did good for the kicker positions. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit subscribe right now. Um, there's always going to be a short video kicker studs. For, for the kicker studs of the week. We know you guys love what it. What do you mean always? We're going to keep doing this? <laughs> we can we can dedicate my contract, bro. We could dedicate two this minutes. Right. Tino said it right. Hey, the more we keep talking, the more this video progresses. Let's get the fuck done. Let's get done with this kicker video here. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we're gonna finish off with a little Q and A, um, and hit subscribe if you actually searched uh, kicker fantasy and you found us somehow. Hit subscribe because we bring way better content than this. But we brought it for you. Go subscribe. Yeah, Tino. <laughs> and let's get the hell out of this kicker video. All right. We did all those videos. That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten positional videos. God damn it. I need to smoke. <laughs> and see, you know what's so much nicer about this? Started an hour earlier. Um, you know, we'll be on here a little bit more early. Bogey will be up this time at seven. We'll be right on. We'll be on so we can be taking dabs. I fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. So then I didn't do like my whole routine and plug it in my phone and this and that. You know what I mean? We're gonna, oh shit! See, this, this is way nicer though, being done at ten thirty than eleven thirty because like getting done at eleven thirty makes me not even want to do FNT on a Monday because like now I got to go chop all these videos, go upload them, and all this shit. You know that just takes like I mean, we don't you, necessarily have to, especially if it's a double. It's a double header, so we'll be on earlier for the day. Yeah, I'm down to do that. We'll skip FNT today and, uh, yeah, come back on early for the doubleheader. I mean, we're already covering the injuries. That's, like, literally the news that we would be covering anyways. The the couch that we got, that shit's, like, it's, it's like, fucking. Super tight? Yeah, it's super awesome. (laughs) I saw that moment go, oh. (laughs) Fucking sunk in, passed the fuck out. Gone. What up, Marty? Guess who's back? Back again. (laughs) Man, it's so funny. Noble's favorite. Noble's got favorite Eminem songs now, and it is. Uh, it's because of the guess who's back. Guess who's back. Guess who's yeah. back. That sold them on that. That's my part right there. And then someone, uh, someone posted like the real Slim Shady or something. And now he's like, now he's like all about the real Slim Shady. I'm Slim Shady. Yes, I'm the real Shady. That one. Yeah. And Marty said, "Ha, Noble knows what's up." Because one time he asked me, he's like, Dad, can you play Eminem, the real Slim Shady? <laughs> and like, I had to stop what I was saying. I was like, what the fuck do you know about Eminem and the real Slim Shady? <laughs> I didn't say <laughs> You know what's crazy is all my kids, they gig to like different music. They're all gig when they hear music, right? When they're babies. Yeah. And it's crazy because I always had this theory like, uh, like, like my, the baby right now, like she like anything I'll play like soul shit, like soulful shit, you know what I mean? She yeah. Loves that shit, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean, then my son, he was like, he was, it was all like old school rock shit. Did you, you know consciously I mean? listen? Uh, you know, like put music know. on around your girl when they're pregnant. I mean, all the time we're a music household, just in the car, all the shit. No, but I mean, did you like consciously like she's pregnant? I want to make sure that these songs get heard. No, nah, nothing like that. Okay, that's what I meant. Um, but 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 like. I'm just talking about like, see, my see, my goes even it's, it's it's even more deeper. What I'm thinking about is like, what they're like tapping into like their their past lives or something. You know I mean from different eras and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they gravitate towards certain old school music. You know what I mean? 
Because what's crazy is when uh, Vanessa was pregnant with Noble, um, I just always wanted to have like the good vibes music or like whatever. So I listened to a lot of Revolution and listened to uh, um, a shitload of Michael Jackson. And then um, like when Michael Jackson and then uh, when Noble was like, um, what's it called? Um, when he was like, I don't know, just like a baby, um, like the Michael Jackson like music would like be the thing that like helped him fall asleep at night. Sick. And that was just like the cheat code. It was just like put on Michael Jackson music. He'll fall asleep. That's awesome. <laughs> See, my kids, I was like, go your ass to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really the same. Not really the same now. I'm talking about when he was a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, I'm a softie, man. Y'all know what I mean? Babies is stuck to me. Tina said my brother-in-law. Love all my babies. So we play classical music in, uh, in the kids' room at night, late night, changing a diaper classics. Uh, it says scary walking into that room. <laughs> said it feels like a movie. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> hey, listen, bro. It, there's studies that show, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Certain, certain frequencies. You know what I mean? No way. Jimmy G is in the protocol. On a Monday, so he might this is twice that they've done this. I told you, isn't that funny? That's bullshit, is what that is. <laughs> Raiders I mean, fucking cheating, and they're putting their guys at risk too. I mean, you know what's funny is they go into that half with the game in hand, and then they go out and then they jimmy it up. It's what Jimmy does, though, bro. Uh, love Jimmy. It's funny because me and my girl when we're watching that second half. It's like sad for him after, like, ah, fuck the race. She's laughing, ha. Ah, and then they show Jimmy's like, oh, just like they're fucking you up over there. I'm like, no, he just, he's still doing the same thing he did with us. Like, why we don't want him, baby? Like, football is not just not about how he looks, okay? So sad for him. Oh, man. Crispy's sending us uh, pictures from, uh, man. Crispy's got to do some real plumber work yesterday and today. Mm, he's digging doing? like a whole line and shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's hey, that's, that's some. See, Crispy's a real. He's he's a real man's man. You know I mean? Yeah. Damn it, Crispy! I know you could go down to Home Depot and get some help, real cheap, to at least dig, at least the digging part of that. Is Hopefully. that like a Cali thing only? No, I don't think so. I think that's like a worldwide thing. I think they have like you know Home Depots like <laughs> in Mexico, like just for that reason. <laughs> oh, you go to Mexico, but it's the white dudes out there. Like, hey, listen, man. <laughs> Uh, we We're trying to make it down here. <laughs> you know what I mean? If we can make it out here, we can make it anywhere. Oh man, damn crispy. And uh yeah. What did uh, Carl say? He said Kelly. What up, uh, Carl? Kelly 3.7, Pacheco 20.8. Is that what you said? Kelly was all bad. We didn't even mention him. He should have been one of the people we backed the truck up on. Oh, yeah. I know. What happened there? He still got all the volume. 2.7 for Kelly. <laughs> Man, you know what's funny? Like, I pulled up Kelly on Sleeper, and he's got this big old smiling, cheesing face. Just want to punch him if he played him this week. <laughs> that big old smiling grin. <laughs> he didn't even eat on the matchup that everyone eats on. Nope. He's not everyone. He's, if you're not everyone, you ain't anybody. Yeah. Fuck Josh Kelly. <laughs> oh man, this is funny. We got to put Josh Kelly's face, like the smiling face, oh, <laughs> on Nelson's head. <laughs> for that, <laughs> I ain't eating this. 
What are you talking about, man? Everybody eats B. Rico, <laughs> <laughs> turn around. Turn this motherfucker around. <laughs> oh, man. Should, should, I do it? Should, should I take the time to do that? That would be pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. it would be like a now thing, too. Yeah, it like has to happen like right now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I got like 15 videos to edit, so I better do all these so I can get to this Josh yeah. Kelly uh, video. So we can go viral <laughs> for do that. You think, do you all right. Let's finish this bowl, and then we're going to get up out of here. Tino said, I cut my finger right now. And my boy is like, don't worry. <laughs> you play the Pats this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the Pats are kind of bad. Yeah, Tina. Let's all take rough, it. might be rough for decking them on offense, though. Like, let's not get it twisted. You know what I mean? <coughs> oh, it's gonna be all, all bad. <coughs> the trap game part two. The the Cardinals have already exploited. I was gonna say, if there's anybody who would take a game script, I mean, take a you know, like a a, a game script from someone and and utilize it or a game plan. You know what I mean? It's Bill Bubar to check. Bill. Yeah, Bill Bogart check. Oh yeah, hell yeah. You know it, it, what do they say? It's a copycat league. Yeah. But, you know it's funny because it's usually them putting it on display how to how to take down a certain offense or you know what I mean. It sucks that like Bill Belichick is like the Quentin Tarantino of the NFL. He's like steals from everybody, but like steals better from than everybody. Yeah, and then like what's see? I I have a theory that he has a library right of all these volumes right. And he has his all his coaches, all his coaches. They don't really have success elsewhere. Maybe outside of like like Bill O'Brien, but at least not the, his defensive-minded guys, right? Because right. I feel like he has these volumes. Like he doesn't show all the volumes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's like, oh, uh, you know, he, he like look at Matt Patricia. You know what I'm saying? Like same thing. You yeah. Know what I mean? I yeah. Mean, Romeo, Romeo, what's his name? Cornell. Yeah, Romeo yeah. Cornell. Yeah. Marty said, "What do we think about Chris Barnes?" Um, he well, he got hurt in the game, but yeah, I mean, he's someone that we've been talking about. I mean, it's him and Kaiser that are you know the LBs over there that you wanted to roster, yeah. And um, I mean, like he was just buried on the depth chart over there uh, with Green Bay, but he did get in there a little bit, right? Last year, yeah, for not the, too much the, the, the DeAndre Campbell, and then you know, who else got yeah. there? A lot of people, yeah, but and, uh, he's on a one year deal, he's doing what he's supposed to do on a one year deal, you gotta, you gotta show out. Pig said, "Fuck Jimmy G. K. Aiden O'Connell coming soon." Pause. <laughs> and yeah, because I feel like why would they put in Brian Hoyer? Everyone knows, you know, I me. Mean? Brian Hoyer is like, "Hey, I'm the backup," you know. But I, but I mean, but Brian Hoyer's too on the depth chart, though, right? Yeah. And 4:20 a.m. said, "If I was gonna have a kid, I'd play the Scream horror films on a constant loop um, uh, to see how they end up uh, forgetting about Halloween when they grow up." So they end up forgetting about Halloween when they grow up. I mean, the, I like the Scream films. Yeah, I mean the Scream films aren't even really that scary. Like they're most not really Halloween based either. It's just about it's just about like. So, I mean, <laughs> I think the scary aspect of it is that because they try to make it like re- this is real life, just some kids in the r- rural town. Am I saying that right? Rural, rural, and like it really rural. like other than when there's actual like killing like going on. You know, it's really not that scary. Like, kids would probably check out because, like, so much dialogue. Yeah, and there's, like, some psychological aspect to it because it's, like, who's the killer? 
you know, yeah. that that's supposed to be what's like scary on you, keeps you on your edge. And then like the, the jump scares, it's a bunch of cheap jump scares. But the fact that you're thinking, who could it be? Like, you know, I mean, it's a boom. Someone pops up. Hey, Sid. That's of course awesome. it was Billy. He's one of the Why is he always there? He's always popping up. It's almost then, like it's almost like a whodunit. And know? the twist was that he had a partner. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was like, oh, how could this continue while he was locked? You feel me? He, my yeah. brother, oh, they hammed him up, and then on oh, the killing talk, I let him out. It's not him. Oh, he said not the scream films. He said screams from horror films, like screams. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you know how you are when you're a kid, and the they have the cool house on the block is all done up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's not like cute done up. You know what I mean? Like with like happy little jack lanterns. It's like it's like it looks like a haunted house. It's scary. Got all the fucking. The yeah. little hanging witches and fucking, and you walk up and it's all the sounds of people screaming and and, and all this crazy shit. You're like, oh shit, man. let's go over to this house. the house right here, or there'd be a motherfucker there. He just in there. He dressed like uh, there was one dude on the block. He would sit there. He has the candy there, and he just dressed as Freddy Krueger. And just wait, waits for yeah, the time. Wait, to jump oh, I got the kids. Grab a kid. I'm like, fuck that guy. He's scared of shit out of me. Right house. <laughs> Like that guy, he probably like creams in his pants like every single time yeah. he gets like the ultimate scare. I got the best candy, kids. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're almost in October, which is going to be our Halloween season for Silver Screen Breakdowns. Here goes the next movies we're breaking down so you guys can mark them down so you can uh, be watching along with us. This week, we're doing Ready Player One. Shout that out earlier. This one's going to be dope. Uh, we got Freddy versus Jason to kick off Halloween season. So we get, so we're going to be talking about both franchises, you know, a little bit, but that, that's the reason why we chose this. Now we get to talk about both Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th, at least a little bit. The audition, we're doing that one the week after. House of a Thousand Corpses on the 20th. And then on the 27th, this is going to be our big Halloween episode. We're doing the review of Scream 1. Two and three. It's gonna be awesome. Going back to VHS is on that one. Hell yeah, it's gonna Straight be awesome. Set tapes. Yeah, so each one, um, each, each one is gonna be like in you know, each film is gonna be an act, and we're not gonna dive in like specifically on every single one. You know, we're more or less gonna be giving our thoughts on uh, the just the movie in general. Because I could talk a lot about these. What I said, the saga, yeah, the first trilogy. I used to think she was hot as a kid when I was a kid, mm -hmm. yeah, and very uh, damaged and fragile. <laughs> what Tino said, did I ever tell you guys I'm gonna be uh, the <laughs> gonna be the Asian Ken from uh, the Barbie movie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> We're gonna bring you on a stream for sure. <laughs> And uh, Marty said, uh, will Keaton ever get playing time? Which Keaton? Michael Keaton? Yeah, who are you talking about? Which Keaton? Michael and son? He said that uh, will take a lot, but I feel like Keaton is a uh, oh, undrafted free agent. will be there. Justice Hill and the Gus Bus. Oh. Oh, pick him up. Dynasty shit. Yeah, well, uh, so, you know, we're not going to do research on him right now, but, yeah, we will be paying attention because, yeah, the Gus Bus – we know he's hurt. We talked about him during the injuries uh, segment. Still, you still got Melvin Gordon there. Like, it, see, here's the thing: when when it comes to running backs, there's a reason why they, they might be an undrafted. If you can't pass pro, or you can't 
catch the ball or you can't do all three of those things, it's you know what I mean? You're just you're a body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Okay. He says he's on IR right now. Oh, okay, for sure. All right. Yeah. We're gonna get up out of here. Make sure you go follow the podcast. Hit that automatic download on the Fantasy Football Hustle Podcast on the Silver Screen Breakdown Podcast. Don't be messing around, guys. Help us out. That's how other people find it is by the 420 crew going and hitting the download button. And I need the 420 crew to go hit the like button on all the uploaded videos. Okay. That's how other people find it as well. It all starts with the crew. Appreciate you guys. And no FNT today, but we'll be back for the Monday night football games to see what time the early one starts. I sent you a little extra yesterday. So it gets degenerate. Yeah. Degeneracy. For the game. Yeah. So we'll make sure we start a little early. Like, um, let's see. The game game before. Game kicks off at 415. So. Yeah, maybe we'll just yeah, maybe yeah, maybe like a 330, yep. 330 shot, 345, and we'll get on. We'll just start doing the uh yep. I'll start brainstorming some a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of uh here and there. You know what I mean? There we go. Yeah, and Nick, what up? So can I send you a screenshot of how the times did uh or how my team did? Well, we're getting ready to get off right now, but um if you go uh um at FF Hustler 420, um Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or whatever, if you get over there. Um, you can go ahead and do that. Um, you also want to join the crew at 420crew.org. So you can also get the one-on-one access and everything like that. And yeah, record a lot, I'm sure. Hell yeah. And uh, Bogey, why don't you sign us off? Uh, universe, give me money. There it is. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz. All night, if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Here comes the, 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 y'all don't really